Welcome to the Atlanta Warhammer Podcast. I'm Josh. That's Zach. What? I know, crazy. I am. We're we're back with another episode. Yeah, this, uh, madness. This. We're 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 banging out the books. We're banging books so hard. Paper cuts all over. Yep. This one, it's, I'm telling it's, you what. It's real dirty. Uh-huh. It's getting it's getting real nasty in here. I, there's blood on the floor. I'm trying to unstick my pages, but also there's a looming shadow in the corner there of the studio. There is a looming a shadow, dark in the and corner. mysterious Ooh. figure. <laughs> the, a leader looming. of men, a ranger of the woods, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know what? if I'd go that far. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you got the beard coming in and these stuff. <laughs> it's, it's finally happened, guys. We're, what, 56 episodes? 56? This is 50, episode 56. Sure. And Llama Juice Painting is in the building. We... <laughs> Oh, and some crowd sounds. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do it in post. It's just going to be like, you suck. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> that, felt, um, that feels right. Yeah. Uh, J- Justin has joined us in this in this wonderful book that we were discussing today because we're doing Slanesh. Justin is a Slanesh player. He's one of the OG Slanesh players. He's got some thoughts on the new book. Yeah. Um, I played it when it was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one was bad. <laughs> Every time. And you played it when it was good, but you played it badly. Uh, uh, yes, so I did. There we go. You, yeah. you've, done, you've run the whole gambit on this thing, man. So, yeah, we had the we had the really good book, and folks would not play you, so you would make, like, the crappiest list that you could just to get folks to play you. It was, it was sort of fun. <laughs> Ironically, you had to entice people to play your Slanesh list. You're like, no, come really? in. It's fine. I promise. There's no, only one keeper of secret. You're like trying to hide the summon tray of keepers. You're like, no, that's fine. It's fine. I only brought the one. That's I'm, a, I'm that's only going to summon one a turn. It's fine. That's why you get the big battle phone box. You can just hide them in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't mind mind that door. Magnetize <laughs> all of it so that you just put a base down and then quickly assemble a secret. <laughs> Here it is. Once again, Slanesh, one of those armies that you have to bring a whole another army with you in order to play the game. You used to, but you know what? You, you don't have anymore. to anymore. They're going to reward they, me for not buying demons. They did, and I like some, they did some things. I do like that. So, Justin has been on every episode of this show after the third one, but you, you've never actually been here. Correct. But your various commercials have been here. <laughs> you are our longest-running sponsor that's oh. not our hosting company, and I don't know that they're ever going to come on the show. I don't know why they would. They probably shouldn't. I, they probably shouldn't. Yeah, I don't. they're not out of America anyway, so I don't know that, that they makes would it come easy. all the way over here and do that. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to be knocking at the door. No, no. So. I, they're happy that we're just here making steady content for people's animals to listen to in waiting rooms across the world. Which they do. Yeah, which they do. And thank you, by the way, for listening. I don't know if we thanked our listeners in the last couple of episodes. We're like, because Josh fuck said, them, that's why. Because <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Uh, and we, we played a little tournament, and we talked to some of you out there. And it's always cool to talk to people that, like, have heard the show. Yeah, it's great. Who don't talk- immediately follow it up with, oh, yeah. oh, it's great. oh it's that great to, guy. It's great to talk to people that uh, that listen to the show, enjoy the show, and then beat your ass at a, at a game for three hours. <laughs> well, well that's... really, in my case, about 45 minutes. Uh, yeah. And then it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, we tell, we, we tell you that we suck at this game. We're not lying We're to not, you. It's not a joke here. It's yeah. not, it's like, Cat here flying around the studio. Well, stu- there's just oh, stuff flying all over the place. Stuff flying. It's because uh, we're just we're in a tizzy of flurry. So I, I feel like we should thank some sponsors. Let's we've, we thank thanked our, we've thanked our listeners. We'll thank our sponsors. Yeah. The first sponsor that I want to thank again is Wonderful Blueberry Podcasting for allowing us to do this stupid fucking podcast um, <laughs> for 56 episodes now. Uh, we're we're gonna keep we're gonna keep this gravy train running. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, at some point there will be gravy in it. 
I, well, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I paid for the extra gravy ticket on this train mm-hmm, ride. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and who else? Who else should we be thanking, Zach? Uh, we should probably thank Gigabyte's Cafe yeah, in Marietta, Georgia, because a uh, wonderful little place. Sponsored us. You can go there and play games. You can buy all this stuff. You can buy the Slanesh stuff. And what um, if you, what if you're not local to Marietta, Georgia? Why you can check out GigabytesOnline.com and they'll ship anywhere in the continental U.S. I don't know if they do international. That might go to me to do that. I don't know. We'll get it to you wherever you're you are. You're the only one that would know. Yeah, I'm the only one that would know, and I don't know. But we'll get it to you somehow. somehow. We'll get you your stuff. If you buy stuff, I will get you your toys. That is the promise. Carrier so. pigeon. Carrier, yeah. Owls. Right, we've got a Something. fleet of owls back there. Actually, I remember <laughs> We're right, making I think, a terrible mess. Uh, I don't remember when this, when this episode is coming out. Is it coming out next week? We, you don't remember when this episode is coming out? Correct. Because You've been have, time traveling too much, man. I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm back and forth. I just, there's like a, I think there's a <laughs> if, if you're local to like the Marietta area, I think there's a sale happening at Gigabyte's Cafe really soon. So yeah. you might want to like. I don't know. Check it out on the Facebooks or something like check that. Check it out on Facebook and on the Atlanta Warhammer Discord. There you go. I think David went in there and posted it. Yeah, and yeah. this episode should be out before then because as long as I don't have to edit out too much nonsense. And I can't think of anything salacious I'd have to edit out of this episode. Oh, Slanesh, all right. So about two and a half weeks <laughs> to, uh, to tone down or pump up the butt jokes, right. depending. Yeah. Depending on how many, how many we have. I mean... If you don't hide a dick butt somewhere on the figure in a Slanesh army, what are you really doing? Right. right. Are you true. really? Now tell us all where you've hid your dick butt, because I know where it is. Uh, it's on the back of Sigvald, up on the back of his armored legs. It goes straight into butt. There's yeah. a little butt flap, but there's just cheeks for days oh, in yeah. there. And we put a little uh, dick butt tattoo on his uh, right cheek. Excellent. Which he can also do for you. That's true, because our <laughs> third sponsor. Llama Juice Painting. Oh dear Lord! I'm. Are you tired of gray plastic? Oh my! That's all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> that was solid. That was solid. Well done. Uh, yeah. So yeah, lemon juice I, I paint it good enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're never gonna live that down. No, no, no that was beautiful. It good enough. I, so, so I was listening to that and. Uh, like I was at work and I had one ear in, it was sipping coffee and like took the ear, other ear off. Yeah, nah, just <laughs> thank freaking, God that shit. Yeah, I, I started choking on coffee. The guy in the office with me thought I'd lost my damn mind, but it was great. <laughs> and how do you like? Because I I work in an industry of nerds, so it's easy for me to go. Oh, I was listening to a dumb joke about Warhammer. But when you're in like the real world. And you then have to start trying to explain what was so funny about that statement. I, I just show him like one picture of something that I painted recently, and his eyes glaze over, and he just turns back oh, into the good. other corner, and you know, <laughs> I can talk for about two hours on it, and he just goes, "My ah, wife does." When I talk about this hobby. Yeah, I think I think that's the the standard so <laughs> the so <laughs> the so for so. Just go. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm listen. I'm glad you found something that you like that's not. Super expensive. I'm sorry, how much were those books? <laughs> what, what and they're you- all invalid as of two weeks ago. <laughs> what did uh, you spend? Hey, I was right on that prediction that it was just going to be 10th edition. I predicted because we were recording the day of the thing that it was going to be 10th. Uh, but then I put out the episode like a week and a half later. So I was right, but no one knew. But nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody knows. You were right four hours beforehand. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I did not predict they were going to kill the entire game system. Whoopsie. And, and then start all over. As I look at my World Eaters it's, book, I was like, dang it. It's fine. But that's fine. Because you know what fine. they don't do in Age of Sigmar anymore? Don't you dare do that. Blow up the world. <laughs> don't you dare do blow that. Blow up the entire world? Yeah, blow up the entire world and start all the books over again. Because uh, hey, uh, even when we get a new edition, our books still work. And Slanesh had a book, uh, but now they got a new book. They do. And it's, uh, Which is what we're talking about. God. It's sexy. Crazy. 
so, like it. So, so the first book was all about dishing out pain. The second book was all about receiving it. And this mm. one's somewhere in the middle. So, <laughs> <laughs> so in old age, Celeste is kind of evening out, you know. Finally. Uh, I, guess, I guess this is the Switch book. We had the top and the bottom. Now we're on the Switch. <laughs> that makes sense. Just can't quite figure out what, what, uh, what position they like. That's really Slanesh all the way. Yeah. Um, can't quite figure it out. But you know what position Slanesh likes? All of them. Everything. As long as you do it in excess. Tent- which tentacles is, included. So a super oh, quick. Yes. Oh, please. <laughs> <clears throat> a super quick uh, overview of what Slanesh is if you're listening and, you, and you're super new to everything. <laughs> Very confused about everything. Yeah, and you don't know what's about. going on. Of the four and a half Runius powers, I guess the Great Horned Rat kind of sort of counts. Um, Slanesh is currently hidden away in between Olgu and Hish in the, glu- the middle area between those two worlds. And if you're trying to understand how the planets and the topography of Games Workshop's world here works, it don't. Good just, luck. Just have fun with it. <laughs> it doesn't quite matter. Um, but it is, Slanesh is currently locked away, Slanesh being the god of not just sexy demon stuff, because that's how it's usually portrayed in like the older figures and things like that, but general gluttony and overdoing Just it. excess in Ex- all anything, forms. Anything taken to an, ex- an excess, like even just trying to get into fights, trying to perfect yeah. something, doesn't matter what it is, if you do it to an extreme, it goes to Slanesh. Which is interesting because the other chaos gods know that. Yes. And so, like, if you are itching for a fight every day and you love to fight and you love to dedicate skulls to the skull throne, well, guess what, though? You are kind of also giving Slanesh a little bit. It's one of the reasons that Slanesh is, like, kind of feared in some ways by the other chaos gods, really just by everything, because they all, you know, like, Korn loves his blood. Yes. Nurgle loves giving the gift to Nurgs. Nurgle loves everybody. Yeah. Zeej likes chaos. <laughs> All of those things, if they're doing them to, at their best ability, they're kind of bleeding over into Slaneshi territory. Yeah. And also, also, let's say you're really, really dedicated to, uh, you know, getting <laughs> the... Let's say they're really dedicated to getting all the witches out of your city, and you get more and more dedicated to being a witch hunter and stuff, and excessive, and eventually you're just killing anybody that's Still goes about back stuff. to Slanesh. Still goes to Slanesh. So Slanesh is all empowered. Lead to Slanesh. Basically, by like city stuff. <laughs> Justin has a bit of Nurgle going on. Yeah, yeah, no joke. <laughs> we're dying in the corner. I'm dying. <laughs> now I'm going to. Now we all cut <laughs> Um Yeah, so everything empowers Slanesh that's in excess, and this world, this entire setting is excess. Yeah. So there's so much Slanesh power that it's. That's why there can be a whole functioning demon army and stuff without actually having their patron be able to be out there and. Doing know, stuff. Get stuff out, everything like that. Uh, we're just going to watch Justin die uh, in the corner. Uh, yeah. No. It's like. If I could just cough one good time, I can get this out of there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're just doing the coughing phlegm corner no. over there, if you didn't notice that when you, when you came in. Yeah, I decorated for the Slanesh episode. I don't know if you guys saw the decorative G-strings up on the wall. Uh, I have a I have a giant plate of, of sauce and condiments for us to feast upon in excess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just feel free to dive in. I know it's uh, super the, uh, appetizing. The fire sauce, is that supposed to be lube? or? Uh, it can be. Uh, really, that's just up to whether... You need Diablo sauce, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Woo. <laughs> That's a, is that a, this is a show about excess. You gotta go. You gotta go the hottest all the time. It burns. It burns. The hottest <laughs> and the most. That's basically how Slanesh is. The hottest and the most. Yeah, the hottest or Sigvald is mostly Just the hottest. Slathered the in there, baby. Yeah. So that's who Slanesh is. Is and the followers of Slanesh are all over the place. Um, from obviously into the the uh, what is it Frolicon style <laughs> Slanesh. All the way to like Gludos, who's just wanting to eat every single thing in the realms and taste everybody once at it. And, and so you've got a really cool play now. I'm so glad that they released Mortals, yeah. the last book around, that aren't just sexy time demons because yeah. it gave the army a little bit more of a variety. 
Uh, but then you look at the fiends but and go, I don't know what's going on in this. I, I don't understand it, you know, why you have multiple one boobs. I I'm not sure. You always do the one boob on the one side that they cover up. The other side doesn't have one, and you just did that across an entire freaking model line yeah. with the demons. And I'm like, okay. And so then they brought in mortals, and they didn't do that. So, <laughs> which is interesting because this let's talk about nipples for a second. Because uh, as Americans, nipples are censored more than gun violence. Uh, uh, we got so. a lot more regulations on nipples than we do. Uh, you can bring nipples to, I guess you can bring a gun to a school too, but you can bring a nipple to a school anywhere in America. But in other countries, they're far less concerned about that kind of stuff. But over here, if it's female presenting nipple, oh, it has yeah. to be covered up. But Slanesh, what the hell are these? Just, are they boobies? That, are I, they not? Uh, sure. Sure, yeah. So it's interesting, like, <laughs> Whatever censoring. You want. I like to think of them as udders. <laughs> udders. They kind of are. I mean, <laughs> On the fiends? I can see it. Yeah, it, really, it really kind of boils down the whole ridiculousness of censoring a nipple anyway, because yeah. it's like, well, you know, we all have them, right? So if you add a little fat around it, it doesn't make it suddenly offensive. But oh, well, you know. Honestly, it's more offensive, these things, just in general. I'm more the, offended by the tongues. The Yeah. I'm more offended by the lack of support when they're running and charging. I just, It's got to be uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? It's the... The the seekers the little dragon things that they ride those those tongues are just oh yeah weird yeah, sex lizards yeah I, I called them weird sex lizards a long time ago and I've heard other people call them that now and I don't know if that's something that we put out like forty <laughs> years ago it's now become the zeitgeist for how to say the the, the hellstrider uh, hellstriders things right yeah yeah the hellstriders the seekers <clears throat> the bliss blade uh. No, Bliss, Bliss Bobs. Yeah, Bliss Bobs. <laughs> Which, they ride the much more improved versions. Oh, yeah, they do. came way later, and they're plastic kits and are way cooler looking. It, that, that, and they doubled the base size. Yeah, <laughs> it's like bigger. Woo, woo, woo. Two. Uh, so that's Slanesh, and we were talking about before the show, in terms of lore, Broken Realms kind of gave a lot to Slanesh with Tixessa and Slanesha showing up. and Slanesh is all locked up, and they started breaking some of the chains, like even Archeon got in on it. And... Yeah. Busted some of the change and a little bit of Slanesh got loose and <laughs> went, to, yeah, <laughs> went shooting out, freaking landed in a cave. Uh, was it Godseekers end up surrounding the cave? And yeah, they Slanesha and the the, uh, the twins walk out and promptly get their butts kicked by uh, I, I, I think it was a Stormcast, <laughs> by one Stormcast guy and two witch hunters, which oh I love. Because I, I, I love the I love uh, Duralia and putting her in lists and everything. And, of course, yeah. I'm a big Stormcast fan. But it was kind of funny that Broken Realms, these two, the two main demons of Slanesh, essentially the heralds of Slanesh. Part, parts of the god itself. Yeah. It's like, just oh, walk out and immediately just get handed their just ass. Just get walloped around. <laughs> and the only reason that they were not, um, if I'm understanding it correctly, super-duper-duper powerful is because of Marathi. Once again, it all comes back to Marathi. Because she's the reason Stinkin they exist. Marathi. Because she could have stopped them and instead was like, nah, I want to keep eating these elf souls. You guys just squeeze whatever this budding pseudopod is out of here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep trying to eat this Phoenix King guy. And uh, that's why they were allowed to, like, get out and gain power and stuff. But they weren't, like, at full power, which I guess is why the humans were able to take them out in the whole Siege of Excelsius. Also upstairs, Kragnos was stomping around knocking <laughs> stuff over. So I imagine probably it was very Fair distracting enough. to try to do stuff. This is the weirdest apartment complex ever. <laughs> <laughs> it is, like, it's a very weird sitcom setup. Yeah. Kragnos would be a but, horrible upstairs neighbor. Because yeah. he's just hooves in anger. <laughs> just a dumb horse guy that can't, got up there and he can't figure out how to get there. I think down. that was my last part, my neighbor. I, I think they had a Clydesdale up there. I'm just... Blah, 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 blah. It might have been Kragnos. <laughs> yeah. You don't know, man. <laughs> Could have been. Uh, so that's basically catching Slanesh up lore-wise. But we did want to talk about one of the oh, best stories yes. in here. 
So glutose, the the big blob on the yeah chariot, what palaquin? That's what it's called. That yeah carried around. Uh, he teams up with Sigvald, and apparently it's going pretty well. Right to the point where glutose tells Siggy that he probably needs to eat a cheeseburger. Yeah, <laughs> it calls him calls him a little skinny. Uh, and Sigvald takes it personal and storms off. Well, actually, they start fighting first. They, uh, yeah, because of course they, they, they were fighting an army, and then they decide this just to take it out on each other. And so Sigvald goes his way, Glutos goes his own way, until Glutos smells an incarnate and decides that, you know, maybe bone broth soup <laughs> is something good, I sure. guess. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's going to eat whatever he can, yeah. you know? <laughs> that magical creature with no flesh looks like tasty. Mm. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Glutos does strike me as the kind of character that would look at a... Like a deviled egg that's been sitting on the ca- like that's been sitting on the counter for about seven to fourteen days, mm-hmm. and go, yeah, I could probably still eat that. He's he's the guy that would go. I'm gonna give it another week. <laughs> it's just just it, to see. It'll be fine. It'll <laughs> be fine. Right? I'm gonna let it get right up to the verge of Nurgle and then eat it. So like that that it's like that the McDonald's cheeseburger that's like s- fell out of the bag is like underneath your car seat. Oh, he it's would. Been, oh, it's been there for like a year and a half, and you're like, it, I mean, it looks fine, right? <laughs> You know, every time it's got that nice clank to it when you hit it on solid objects, just thunk. Oh, that's not good. Make anti flak vests out of (laughs) McDonald's hamburgers. That's Um, that's just the rifle (laughs) rating. Yeah, add that in. He's he is absolutely the guy that whenever we uncover some sort of tomb somewhere in the real world and it's got like a little bit of liquid in there and people are like drink the mummy juice he's the guy <laughs> he's like he's the guy go. that would wage war on the entire country to drink the mummy yeah, juice yeah he would and that's it. it just just to do it and then go all right and then leave so he ends up chasing around a, one of the incarnates and ends up killing it I guess I think it's the pain bringer that's we're, on we're putting killing it in quotes. <laughs> well, I yeah. think it's the pain bringer that's on the uh, that's on the palaquin with him. Jumps off and kills the thing. Brings him back the realm stone that apparently operates as the heart, and he's eaten that. And uh, apparently he liked it. Mm, yeah, <laughs> he wants them all now. <laughs> yeah, can't can't just eat one. So Games Workshop, you have to release a model of every single incarnate so yeah. that we can eventually play Hungry Hungry Glutose, the game, and have them all lined up, and he has to go around and eat each one. Well, I, I think that's how they're trying to describe how he's so good now. It's like, oh, yeah, he... Uh, he powered yeah, up. He, yeah, he powered up. That's he's, what happened. He's the Thanos. Uh, he's the Thanos of eating. <laughs> but he's just eating the Infinity Gems. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ooh, found a new one. Oh, getting them back out is going to be problematic. Mm. <laughs> then Sigvald just takes off and, you know, starts taunting everyone and telling him how great he is as he kills them. He's tearing her ass around. Jack, I, I do love the Sigval thing. A uh, snide comment from Glutos that Sigval could do with putting some flesh on his bones causes immediate and vicious infighting. Because Sigval is like, oh, how dare! <laughs> starts I am perfection. It starts trying to kill Glutos, and Glutos is like, no, I'm the only main character we have. You gotta leave me alive. <laughs> Lore-wise, you can't kill me until, you know, later till, on in the story or something. Until we get some kind of big demon. Yeah. Yeah, until, well, I'm a nice new centerpiece, so I've got at least 10 years in the setting. I'm fine, yeah. <laughs> I'm still in demand <laughs> as yeah. a model. So yeah. <laughs> Got to keep you around. Yeah. Sigvald's like, I make it to more tournament tables. <laughs> that's true. Ooh. I only own Sigvald. I don't have a Glutos because I looked at him and was like, that's a big kit and there's a lot of stuff on it. Oh, I that was, do, I don't want to do that. that. That was one of those like week long ones where I had like each individual character off on. Oh, I remember. Models. I remember yeah. watching you, the progress painting on that. And every time that I was, was like, I'm glad I didn't get this model. 
I'm glad I got Sigfald instead. It was easier to paint and smaller. It wasn't all the characters. It's little plates of like tentacles and hearts and chopped yeah. up arms and everything that's all over the daggum top mm. of that thing. You scat stuff scattered everywhere. And then there's like this little dwarf guy with like a little putter going. <laughs> oh, the homunculi or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's like I guess a hobbit. I, I, I guess there's hobbits in this world because the uh, Bliss Bobs also have a little homunculi guy that's like, yes, dip it in my bowl. <laughs> yeah. Follows him around. Games Workshop has the license for uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that's true. So they just, pull, they just pull the Hobbit out of the out of Lord of the Rings license. Can you imagine how terrifying you would be if you were in the Lord of the Rings universe, which has its perils, uh-huh. but has a lot more safety. And then you come over into the Age of Sigmar universe, which is just nonsense cranked up to 11 all the time. <laughs> Like a couple little demon, <clears throat> smaller god demons just roaming around. It's fine. Just doing occasionally, like a god will go, I want that city and just kill everyone in it and take it. <laughs> yeah, it's totally fine. They're like, How do we go to Mordor and fix this? <laughs> it's like, You don't, baby. You don't. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, what about Gandalf? He's a very strong wizard. Yes, he can make a guy spin on his face and do fireworks. Ooh. Anyway, this is Zinch. He's already <laughs> killed Gandalf in the past, and Gandalf doesn't know it yet because that's how Zinch works. It would be uh, it'd be interesting. It's like one of those, anytime anybody does a crossover thing and they're like, oh, well, could this person beat up whoever in the other universe? Mm-hmm. It's like, not in, probably not in the Warhammer universe because these things are insanely just, amped up. Anime just, nonsense. It is. It's the anime thing where they're like, well, could that person beat up Goku? No. They, they're not going to beat up Goku because his power is bigger than whatever he's fighting. Yeah. That's how he's... Re- Goku's power is directly proportional to whatever he is fighting at the time. Yeah. I, I don't care what happens, but if the Treants don't beat the crap out of the Sylvaneth, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> yeah. That would be really funny. Although, I don't know. The Treants are very tree on, slow. Tree-on-tree tree violence. I just yeah, yeah. I need it as long as I don't have to paint it. They have to have, yeah. a, they have, to have a whole debate first about whether they're the, whether it's actually allowed for them to fight the, tre- the, uh, the Sylvaneth. Yeah. And if I've learned anything yeah. from fighting Mackenzie's Sylvaneth last weekend, is that one of those Tree Lords will teleport 48 feet across the table, break my loon shrine, kill half my units, and then start back in the starting zone but have capped all the objectives. So Correct. I think Sylvanath might win, actually. Neat. Eh, possibly. But you know what beats both of them? I don't know. Some tinder? A lighter? <laughs> a couple minutes, maybe? Like, oh no, the forest! What if oh, I just burn the forest? Yeah, you, know, you know what works? Me not preventing forest fires. <laughs> I'm the only one that can stop them, and I choose not to. <laughs> What's in that drum? Agent Orange. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would do it in the chemical warfare jokes. We're getting into the yeah. darkness here, everybody. Really uh, if you didn't know it. that the Slanesh episode is probably going to be weird, it's going to be weird. Here we are, baby. So, uh, Justin, before we take a quick break and jump into the rules stuff, uh, is there any more you wanted to talk about from like the lore setting, the the little stories in there? Uh, we, we can save the Sigvald speaks like oh, come the on, thing. This, the, the, for the, yeah. Well, because that's kind of like it's I weirdly in that. the rules. I missed it originally. Yeah, that's but, why it's stuck over here next to this weird middle page spread that we'll talk about that doesn't exist in any other book that they've done. Uh, yeah. As far as the lore, it's all pretty much right where Broken Realms left it. They're all still trying to find Slanesh. The chains are breaking, but Slanesh is hiding it. Uh, apparently, Marathi knows that Marathi knows that they found them, and yeah. so does uh, Teclas. But they're not doing anything about it. No, and they're doing that thing that the elves always do in this setting, where they find out something devastating and then don't tell anyone and keep it to themselves, yeah. so that the rest of the races don't get to do anything until it, the problem shows up. Like even the the twins went to a city and uh, corrupted the city that's being watched over by uh, Stormcast and the Lumineth. And, yeah. like, you know, small fights have already broken out in the town, and 
Oh yeah, well yeah. that was that's a uh, was that the Settlers Gain or whatever the one yeah. that, where the Luminoth are basically like, oh humans. Well, I guess if you try really hard and work your entire life, you might be as dumb as one of our idiots. Yeah, yeah. No that's wonder Slanesh comes in there and those humans are really <laughs> mad at, at being have, having to live like that. Very easy to you know sneak in and offer them a little bit of something. something. Yeah, they, offer them a free D six. You know, you know, they're just like here. Why don't you, why don't you take this club? It'd be that's, great that's in the back of his skull. It is foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, and then oh, I right here with the story when they're talking about the Lumineth overseers are uh, slaying the elves, cracks down as ruthless, oh. um, and basically makes them all basically starts a fight with the Stormcast, who are like, hey, you can't just like kill humans, yo. That's it's kind of our thing, but also you can't just do that. <laughs> Which so, I'm I'm for anything that punches Lumineth in the face. So so one of the stories that doesn't connect with the rules really well, uh, Shalaxi mm. is out hunting freaking Marathi and bumps, oh, yeah. and bumps into her. And, you know, they commence to fighting, and apparently it's like a several-hour battle, and Shalaxi actually, like, gets the upper hand and runs Marathi off. Yep. You're Howling not going to see that on the table. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Shalaxi drew first blood, but the Keeper of Secrets anticipates this will not be the last time they may. Hey, listen, I know I'm Team Nerval, but on this in this particular fight, I am all Team Slash. <laughs> you stab that snake bitch in the face, please. <laughs> Shalaxi's, like... And then you it, see Selassie's rules. And you yeah, go, it's like, oh, what? 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 Oh, no. Yeah, this is not, not yeah, great. Yes. Well, we, we'll talk about that when we okay. get <laughs> back from the thing. So uh, let's take a quick break and get dressed for our sexy rules section. Gigabytes Cafe in Marietta, Georgia is your one-stop shop for everything you need for your favorite hobby or fandom. Gigabytes carries a wide selection of miniature lines, including Games Workshop, Reaper, and WizKids, not to mention all the terrain, paints, and hobby supplies you need to supplement your tabletop games. Not a war gamer? The cafe boasts an ever-growing selection of hundreds of board games, TCGs, CCGs, and other nerd-based acronyms eager to join your collections. So what are you waiting for? Go to gigabytesonline.com and start shopping now. Welcome back, everyone, to a surprisingly moist episode of the Atlanta Warhammer Podcast. <laughs> yep, yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> just, we're just slurping and burping our way through here because we're talking about Slanesh, and we, we talked a little bit about the lore and stuff, uh, and we just spent a good half hour talking about a bunch of stuff for Slanesh that maybe on a bonus episode or something. I don't know. We got that E on iTunes, but we need to... I don't know if I can add two E's, uh-huh. so we maybe need to make sure we don't get, like, past E's on yeah. there. You know, you know, because... I'm, I'm ready for it now. But I want Slanesh to suck me off harder than the vacuum of space. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Uh, be sure to tip your waitress. Uh, I'm just going to cover myself in hand sanitizer now. <laughs> I need to be clean. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, if you excessively cover yourself in hand sanitizer, if you're excessively clean. Oh, oh there we go. That's Slanesh. <laughs> right yeah, back. Even kind of veers. I almost feel like Slanesh won the best domain. Because when you do anything too much, you're like, oh, we count that. Yep. No, we count that's, that one. That's us. Yeah. That's ours. Yeah. Hate yep. us too much. We count that yeah, too. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> if you have too many unpainted miniatures, but you keep buying them. Oh. Oh, oh. oh shit. We've oh. all. Yeah. Oh, no. no. We're all Slanesh. You're Listen. feeding right into it. And as much as Warhammer players out there might want to think that you're cool enough to be worshiping like Korn or are smart enough to worship Zinch, no. We're all worshiping Slanesh. Sl- because you are buying an excessive amount of little plastics things that is intrinsically worthless if the economy collapses, but you're dedicating a lot of time and effort to it, making it better and better and learning more about it and learning. All about the different parts of the thing. And you're even listening to a podcast about it. You're even listening to us talk about it. Oh, my dear I think Lord. the only way no, you yeah. could be better is if you win games. So we're, maybe we're safe. 
Uh, we'll never, we'll never get the Demon Prince. I've, I've, I've tripped and won a couple of games yeah, accidentally. Didn't true. mean to. I, I think, <laughs> I think you might win a few games. <laughs> old Slash, it was easy to yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Push toy forward. Wait I mean, for opponent to quit. <laughs> I, I smash. Yeah. Smash, smash, smash. Just it was. You very killed me. I just bring another though. one. Wee. <laughs> New Slash though, not as quite as destructiony. Yeah. Not as quite as destructiony. Um. So before they, we they, hop. Oh, no, 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 you, no, no, you, the best. Oh, you're like, the best, man. They've gone surprisingly toward Nurgle as far as like how they like to stick around. It's it's sort of odd. Yeah, they, well, I guess they're enjoying the revelry a little longer. I, I guess so. now, uh, but I'm appreciating like the three up they, saves on some. They casting. got the little blue pills or something. Yeah, yeah. just hanging around longer. Uh, they got those from Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> One pill makes you hotter. <laughs> One turns you into a turkey. Yeah, so I'm gonna take both pills. <laughs> 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 So there's a there's a weird centerfold spread in this Slanesh book that I wanted to call everyone's attention to. This is the to. best thing. I, I am stunned this even exists. Yeah, it's on page 76 and 77. It's not in any of the other books. Um, and it is, they hid a bizarre little lore drop and then a building your army thing. Who said, choose your battle pack, which is to say, buy these other two books that you need in order to play the game. <laughs> but buy this one within the next month. Because otherwise it's going to go away and then there's another one in the next month that's right. going to replace it. Yeah. But yeah, choose your battle pack, which is, all right, so I guess narrative or fighting can, for real or uh -huh. pitched battles. Can we choose the one from like a year ago? No, <laughs> I can choose uh, Strife and Thondia as my battle pack. Ooh, because there we go. Some, I like that one, and we never got to play any games out of it. Because it was gone in a, in a moment. It was a, like, is this narrative or uh, uh, official? And Games Workshop was like, Doesn't yes. matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Here's sure. a new GHB. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. It's like the cron spine. It's like, is this supposed to be narrative or competitive? And they're like, we're not going to tell you. <laughs> Surprise. You Just wait out. for it to keep showing up at tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> so this was interesting because, like, it's a little guide. Uh, I'll tell you what this is. We got to print a certain amount of pages, and we didn't have a certain <laughs> amount of pages. That's from a designer standpoint. I can already tell you that's what this is because this could have easily been on half a page if they wanted to. But it is kind of neat that it's like, hey, here's a little get starting guide, which is interesting. I don't know how many people are coming into Age of Sigmar and picking up Slanesh as their first army. I don't God, know. I, like, I would it, hope nobody personally. Yeah, but it doesn't would. feel like an accessible unless you already know Slanesh from other lore, or you, maybe you play Noise Marines or something, and you like you you like it, you want to get into it. It doesn't feel like one that people like immediately jump into. Yeah, there's a million little rules hiding across a million different war scrolls, and if you miss one, like, so when I first jumped in on this army, you know, the Keeper of Secrets was big. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't realize for probably two months that the wound rolls of six counted as mortal wounds. Oh, yeah. I was actually playing in a tournament when I was like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, why, that's that, pretty good. That's what? a thing that benefits that's, me. That's, that's why folks are scared of this thing. Why am I not winning, but everyone's afraid of playing? <laughs> that was me that first week in Petrix Fix came out, and I was losing every match. I'm like, why is everyone so afraid of me? I am clearly not doing this right. What is going on here? Remember that, remember that minus one to the save? Oh, or plus one to save? Yeah. yeah. No, no. Wasn't using that. Crap. Took it all away and then gave it back yep. later on. Let's see what let's see how fast they break Petrofix in the new book. That's what I'm excited for. Soon. Soon. Yeah. I know. We gotta get through this one because there's yeah. two more books coming out. <laughs> Damn it. There's a core book right behind this. So but I just thought this was kind of neat because it's like it's a little nice guide. It tells you like it, this is useless to all of us because this is stuff that we've already done the first four steps of this when we open oh, up yeah. the app. <laughs> but like to help somebody out kind of learn the step by step process, I like this. Games Workshop, here's what you do. Take this, condense it down to one page, because you don't really need to have all of it, and make it a little more generic. You know, you can keep the number one, choose your sub-faction, just change that per book and stuff like this. Just have this in every book, and uh, I don't know, you could put it 
right in front of the rules like it is, and then you could maybe move all this Path to Glory stuff somewhere else. Yeah. And then you could have all the little rules just in a nice little thing that's like, oh, here's how I'll get started. Cool. Oh, the next page is the rules I need to get started. That's a really good design philosophy. And then you go, oh, and here's some Path to Glory that I guess is, is cool. It always is cool, but we're not going to use it, yeah, it. to talk about as but much. It doesn't work on the other armies, because like this one, you have to choo choose a sub-faction. You have to yeah, take one. That period. is the one big decision. You can't just take Slanesh. You have to choose pretenders, invaders, godseekers. You you ha you have to. There's no unflavored slanesh. Nope. It, it is it is all chosen in, and that's interesting. I think this is the first one that does this that I've seen because I, I, I don't I can't think of any other army that you know like you could just play straight up stormcast. Yeah. Just do here's here's your abilities. Go forth. Pick and choose. Yeah. No, same thing with um, the uh, orc orc lands. You just be like I'm just orcs. Just, just orcs. Just some guys. Yeah. This one? No. 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 You got. You have to choose one of them. Because we're going to limit your spells based off what you choose. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the rest of the... So this is a little philosophy before we get into the actual rules. Whereas the rest of the armies have done the thing where the sub-factions are not restrictive anymore. You don't have to bring this artifact and this command trait and this thing. You just get a little bonus on top. Oh, so that's what the yep. other way. Yep. Where it's like now it's very locked into the type of sub-faction you're going to play. Yep. Which... You you get your artifacts and your spells based off solely what you've choose at the very beginning. Yeah. And it's, you know, you're stuck. You're stuck. And I think that that's, I think when we get to the end final thoughts and stuff, we'll talk more about it. But I, I feel like that might limit the types of armies you see because people are going to look at this and go, all right, so pretenders then? So we're doing pretenders most of the time? We're going to oh, yeah. do pretenders most of the time. Yeah. You're, that, especially for right now, you're going to see that that's, that's what's going to come. Just yeah. get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> That was a very slow enough sentence, but we're not going to go back to it. <laughs> so uh, let's get into the allegiance abilities. So Learn I'm to gonna, like it. Let's talk about it. So th I will say this. Slanesh is different than the last book. Yes. Uh, oh, and yeah. I'm saying this in comparison because this dropped with Corn. We haven't done our Corn episode yet, but I have looked through that book a bunch. I, I have played enough Corn to kind of intrinsically know where it is. I never played Slanesh enough to know anything about what I was doing. Um, the Corn book feels very much like Corn 3.0. It's Corn. You got your Blood Tithe. You got your Summons. Things work the way they always have for corn. A little, little bonus stuff here and there is going on. A little prayer stuff that's neat. But it's still the corn you still, know and love. Still corn. Slanesh is very different we, now. Because it, you, you it get dumped. a whole ass mechanic. It, it dumped completely what it used to do. It, yeah. it, it no longer does that. Because like, it we used, used to, be to exploding sixes, right? Well, yes. Everybody had it. All of them had exploding sixes. So if you got a six to hit, it counted as two hits. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you kept on moving. That's gone. Uh, so your demonettes definitely suffered on that stuff because that was their bread and butter. Yeah. Uh, then, like, anytime you caused a wound or received a wound, when that's how it started off, it, yeah. on your heroes, that, that would cause a depravity point. And you could just get depravity points for days. Just take your Keeper of Secrets, throw it across the table, and let it hit stuff, and let it get hit, and you're getting another Keeper. It, yep. was, it was a foregone conclusion. It was coming. Uh, but then they went to, well, now you have to hurt the unit but you can't kill you it can't kill it even though everything in the everything in the battle pack says that you have to kill a unit you can't kill it or you don't get yeah. the major thing that's the reason that we say that your price the the points prices are 25 percent higher than everybody else when they, they also that eliminated a lot of just um like interactions with like one wound models and stuff oh yeah oh cool slanesh i only have one wound models i have more tech guard all right, I yep. don't care. You're not going to get much depravity of anything off of any of my army at this point. Yeah. You know, whereas you wanted to fight something like Ogors or Stormcast. Well, when, when they changed it the second time around, if it if it did kill the one in the unit and it didn't finish off the unit, you did get a depravity. But you got one depravity yeah. from that unit. Where it used to be, you know, if you had two wound models, you could get 10, 15 depravity out of a unit before you 
wiped off the board. Yeah. So you, you as Slanesh, were really hoping to fight, like, Trogs or Gargans or oh, somebody yeah. big. Maybe not Gargans, because I feel like that came that came on the downswing of Slanesh, and maybe Gargans was a little too hot for a you good went, matchup there. You went hunting heroes, uh, like the, like, the, uh, ah, the little green guys. <laughs> My brain just went to you, neutral. Gits? Yes, gits. <laughs> what, like, one win miles. Guys. What are we doing? No, one win miles. You couldn't, like, when you went in the gets, the, the stabbas and the shooters, like, they just bog you down. You weren't getting any depravity. If they yeah. got hold of a keeper, that keeper was wasted. That's, yeah, absolutely. But, and I feel like, I feel like they've, they've attempted to make it easier now, to, at least easier to understand depravity points versus the whole, Okay, I hit him, but I killed him, so I don't get it. But I got to keep track of how much I've done. That's ha- you know, like it's they've they, got a they couple, streamlined it. They got a couple things hiding in here where you got to do some wacky keeping track of all this mm-hmm. crazy stuff. But yeah, it's definitely streamlined from what it was, and it also gives your opponent a big control button on how much depravity you're actually going to get. Yeah. So. Well, so let's talk about the temptations thing because this is a, okay. this is the way you we might get depravity. Okay. Um, so, but maybe begin- not. So at the beginning of uh, the hero phase, the Slanesh player gets six dice. Yes. They're all on sixes. And on any failed hit, wound, or save roll, they can uh, offer their enemy a sl- – they can offer one of these temptation dice. You get an automatic six. Doesn't matter what you rolled. Mm-hmm. If you failed it, you get a six. Um, if you don't – if you do take it, I get to roll for D6 Depravity. Yes. Uh, Which if you could don't, be very nice. Yes. If you don't take it, it's D3 Mortal Wounds back at you. Which is... A, so, this is an interesting mechanic because it's a social mechanic that you right. play during the game. Because you, if you are looking at your opponent and you're going, okay, that guy only has two wounds left and he just rolled a one, I'm going to offer him the six. Either mm-hmm. I get the Depravity or there's a chance he just dies. Yep. So you've got kind of an interesting power to kill units outside of really hitting them which is neat i think that's kind of an interesting way to do it because it's something that as a, if you're playing against slanesh you have to be aware like oh those sixes sound great well i'd love to get a six on this guy because the six triggers this thing or does this kind of thing yeah so it does set up that situation where i've got to know when you when a six would like help you out it, yeah. is it is it going to cause mortal wounds is it going to cause something and when you, know, you don't want to give them a six, if exactly. it's like Slayer of Kings or somebody where a six will kill the model, yeah. and you're like, oh, I don't really want you to have, I don't want Archon to have sixes. No, you know? I, I might offer him a six on a save. Who knows? Yeah. So, <laughs> but so that's it, it. It adds a level of thinking to it that no other army really does in terms of like that part of interaction. So I like that. I was like, that's kind of cool. It, it, it sounds really neat and everything until you see it in action, and then it doesn't take very long to figure out, don't take just take the wounds yeah <laughs> yeah if you've got an opponent that's got oh i'm gonna put in my 40 grots and here's a one and I don't, i'll take d3 who cares you know? yeah but i think it's beneficial it's probably more beneficial on heroes and stuff because those are the ones that's like you want your five wound hero to take three wounds yep. just to hit me once more especially if they can only hit this one idiot who stands in the front and is like everyone must hit me oh god oh god and just gets murdered immediately yeah it, it's it's one of those strange things where with that d3 as long as you're not rolling the one, you're you're knocking half of a hero out. And yeah. Right now with Galatian, you know, champions, it's you know how many five wound models are running around on the table? A bunch a, of them. Yeah, a bunch. And so you know, so hey, you, I'll give you I'll I'll give you that chance to take that six, or you gotta, you know, half your models already dead. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's a good chance that giving you that six it probably didn't change too much of the fight anyway, because if you, oh, you're killing some chaff unit or whatever, like you can, you really, you can, I hate to say trick your opponent, but if you're good at playing the social version of this game mm. where you're like, oh, I guess I can give you a six here so you can kill these, now oh, the seekers, oh boy, that, oh, what, summon a keeper, sure, thanks, I will. <laughs> like you can, you can absolutely be a little conniving on that. It's very zinchy, actually. It's, it, it's, that's what I thought when I first heard it, especially, you know, we're going to set six dice off here to the side and yeah. whatnot. And, um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where also it's going to be interesting to see how it takes off in tournaments because you know you roll your hit wounds and I have to go oh wait 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 do you want to yeah. change one of those? That is the thing is it makes you interrupt a roll which theoretically your opponent is giving you time to look at the rolls before they scoop. Right. But in tournaments when you're playing somebody you know or you're both you've played around so you're you're confident and going fast yeah you do have to kind of go well hold on, hold on let me let me see the let me see the thing let me see the thing do you want one of these like <laughs> and that that could interrupt a little bit I guess. But, oh yeah. But I guess because you can only do it to what one unit yeah cannot offer your opponent temptation dice for the same many unit once per phase which is important right. because if you have something that somehow makes a fail or a hit or a, uh, whatever in every phase or two or three mm -hmm. phases, you could hit it with two or three D three damage during yeah. one turn. This is so the depravity dice are going to be how you see Slanash getting like big depravity numbers. That's between that and euphoric killers, which is the next thing that comes up. <gasps> but um, yeah, this depending on who you're playing and what they did and when you offered it, the the depravity or the temptation dice are going to be the major generator for your DP. Yeah. Well, you said Euphoric Killers was next, and you're wrong, because next is Legions of Chaos. Which oh, is just, uh, you can bring some coalition people, I guess, and they. Uh, you can but bring not corn. But don't you know? No, no corn. No, no corn. corn. You get that corn out of here. Yeah, allergic no, to corn. Um, they don't like their flakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Problem with corn is you slash it, and it just comes out corn the other end. Yeah. Um, and we yeah, one in every four units can be a beast of chaos. Does not have Zinch or Slanesh keyword. Those units gain Slanesh keyword. So, yep. that's cool, I guess. Like I, I've seen some people where they're like, I want to put a Demon Prince in here. Well, which, which seems like a kind of an okay fit. It allows you to bring the old, like, because there for a long time the best battle line in, in Slanesh was uh, Chaos Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> I remember your lists using Chaos Warriors oh, yeah. to, uh, as battle line, yeah. Now, though, I think you have better options oh, yeah. than Chaos Warriors. But they still might be a good fit. Like, I, I like that they've kept the coalition stuff. You can put in some whatever. If you, you want to play a, a soup fun army, yeah. you can. Uh, or if you're like me and you only have some Slanesh, but you have a lot of Slaves of Darkness, you can get a 2k slanesh list it's not great but it works technically it is a slanesh list you know there's only there's only one greater demon in the entire book and uh so you can reach over to somebody else's book and pull their greater demons yeah it's, yeah it's fun yeah uh yeah, and i guess power, we always... power combined powers <laughs> as long as it's not corn as long as it's not corn <laughs> not corn don't put corn in here so but then you get to euphoric killers so this is yep. the one you were talking about this is your other way of getting points yep so in your turn you're gonna pick uh one of your units and one of well, actually, you're going to pick one of their units. And for every wound that's allocated to that unit, you're going to get a depravity point. Yeah. So you pick you pick one of your guys and one of their guys. And this is what we were talking yep. about, the mask combo that we'll get to a little bit later. Yep. And you pick them and you go, all right, for every wound or mortal wound that's uh, allocated to the enemy unit, you're going to take, I'm going to get depravity points. Yep. And it says allocated, at, but it doesn't say allocated and not negated. So I, I do want to point that out. I don't know if that's just they missed that because that does mean that, like, if I... It goes before the ward. Yeah, so if I give I you... I think they're probably going to run out of that, but... See, I don't know because it, it, that's very slaneshy. I hurt you. Even if you healed, I still hurt you a little bit. Yeah. So it still counts for me because my goal... That's, that, that's applying my lore brain to it. Yeah, I can see how that makes sense. 
But that it also is. means that when you're hitting something like Ossiarch or any death thing that has a ward save and they bounce half of them back, yep. this is something you would want to clarify with a TO or something if you're going. Because you're right, it does kind of feel like most of everything that has this says allocated and not negated. Right. Yeah. So for that one to just be allocated, but I could see it does seem more, It does seem sort of weird that they left that little bit off. Maybe that was a little like nice thing. The Slanesh author was like <laughs> trying to, the guy that, that made the Keeper's book uh, that they didn't like beat with a chain for the last <sighs> year, he got in here and managed to edit a couple things to make them really good. <laughs> yeah. Sneak something back out there. Yeah. 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 So that's, so that is your two ways of getting depravity points, basically. Yep. Um, and and two I think things happen from that. Yeah, there's some other ways in the War Scrolls and yeah. Artifacts oh, yeah. and stuff to do it, too. There's a couple of spells. There's, you know, there's fun little triggers all through the War Scrolls on yeah. different things that you can pull a, a DP here, a DP there. So once, you've, uh, once you're all deep in that DP, <laughs> what can you do with it? <laughs> well, you get to do one of two things. One of two things. You get... Uh, you get this revel in depravity, I, which gives yes. you some, which gives you some abilities, and then you can also summon slanesh demons. Um, one of one of which you're actually going to do, and the other one you're probably not going to. Well, one of you, one mm. of one of which you don't have to worry about because it's gonna, it just happens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you mean big wog? Yeah, big, you mean big better, big, you mean better big wog? <laughs> big, big better slanesh? Yeah. <laughs> well, they have. No, less, I'm not salty we, about this bullshit at all. We outwogged your wog. <laughs> they really did. <laughs> um. Boy, that Orc War Clans book gets farther from gets, the sun. The more, the more books come out. I that get and, sadder and sadder every every new book that comes out. Take it off my glasses. Yep. Stormcast hangs oh, yes. out kind of in the fat middle still, but by orcs, man, Orc War Clans. You know, we saw that uh, we saw that whole win rate uh, thing that GW dropped. You just see Orc War Clans hanging out the bottom there. Just, mm, yeah. can't imagine why. These cool boys just bringing up last place again. Just showing up. Yeah. I mean, anyway, uh, I, I think think Heed Knights might change on this book just a little bit. Tiny bit. <laughs> anyway, so you get a, you get three different things that happen with yeah. your uh, revel in depravity. So, first one is when you hit twelve depravity points, uh, mm. you get tantalizing torment. Ooh, <laughs> roll my T's for that it. That was nice. <laughs> uh, you, which means you subtract one from hit rolls for attacks that target friendly Heed Knights of Slanesh units. That's okay. pretty solid. I will take that. Because when you minus one across the board. Across when you board. look at it, a lot of your no. guys are on fours and fives. And we also have a bunch hiding in there like Glutos, who puts out a twelve inch aura of minus one to hit. Yeah. Or the twins who are just minus one to hit if whatever you try to throw at them. Do Hellstriders still do the thing where they're minus one to hit if they have uh, the banner? I'm not entirely sure on No, that. it does not. Oh well that, that makes sense. That would have been way too many ways to minus one to hit. Yeah. Uh, the second thing that you get at 24 depravity points is if the unmodified hit roll for an attack made with a melee weapon by a friendly Hedonites of Slanesh unit is 6, that attack causes one mortal wound to the target in addition to any damage it inflicts. They're trying to make up for our exploding sixes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really good. Oh, I'll take this I, all day I'll long. take this over the exploding sixes. Yes, all day. I, I yeah. like this. Yeah. Also because it's not yeah. just like it's a mortal wound. It, it, no, it's a mortal wound and it keeps rolling. And yeah. it keeps rolling. And then finally, you get Oblivious Indulgence, which happens when you hit 36 depravity points. And that is friendly Hidden Knights of Sunice units have a ward of 5 up. Super nice. Welcome to Nurgle. Yeah, welcome to Nurgle. Um, all right. I, we, need to take a, we, need to take a, we need to take a break here and talk about the order. All right, order we'll be of, back. In, oh, sorry. <laughs> we need to take a break and talk about the order of these things. Well, so, what? So let, I'm going to precursor the order of things and say to Justin real fast. Do you think, well, we, we talked a little bit about this with uh, a guy that's a super competitive player, and he was telling mm -hmm. us ways to get to 24 on the first turn. 
basically it's very it's not hard to do that with a mass combo and yeah. depravity and semi-average rolls you can get to 24 basically on the first turn is that gonna be like kind of a standard thing or do you think most people are gonna eke out around 12 the first turn and it, this is really turn one two and three we're looking at right here I, I would think that you're gonna see a bunch of folks pushing that 12 yeah uh, 24 you pretty much have to have it tailor-made to do that um if you've got you know, unless you're taking somebody that's, you know, playing top tables at every tournament and everything, you're going to see folks first turn probably pushing right around 12, and that's when it's going to dawn on their opponent that maybe I shouldn't take those temptation dice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you kind of hope your opponent takes the, a couple of them. When and the then whole goes, oh, army goes minus one to hit, it's like, oh, wait, that that's what that does? <laughs> that's bad. On the first tier, which yeah. now we will throw back up to the, yeah. the order of these, because it does feel reversed. It feels wrong. Well, not even reversed. <laughs> it feels it, like it... Well, yeah, I guess we could either say reversed. Okay, here's it the It feels wrong, which is right for Slynette. Yeah. Yeah, Oblivious true. Indulgence <laughs> should be the first one that happens. The first thing that you should get is your five-up ward, because that's the one that is probably the, the least egregious of these that you that you yeah. accumulate, right? And and uh, and this will make more sense when we get to the Summon Slanesh Demons portion of this as well, of like, like why these interactions probably should be changed mm -hmm. like which ones come which um i would say that it should be oblivious indulgence tantalizing torment and sadistic spite but i could very easily be convinced that it would be oblivious indulgence sadistic spite and then tantalizing torment as far as the order that they happen but ward is the simplest that should be the first one you get yeah i can i can agree with that i think it would be for if me... we look to our law book <laughs> <laughs> that's true <coughs> yeah, yeah that one that one takes all the things and then like Parses them out. Parses so you have them more out. Levels to yeah. Get to. Well, because there are six levels. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. Um, and if I remember rightly, the ward is like the first one. Why aren't there six levels for Slanesh, whose number is six? Because it looks like they ran out of space. They ran out of space. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can only. There, there we were, but we just edited it right yeah. off the bottom. We're yeah. Like, you know, what? Uh, it's fine. Yeah, when you get to like what forty-eight, you win. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Uh, you just pretty much you just win the yeah. game. Um, so yeah, that's if you just let them sit there and, and build up like big wog style, right? Which is uh, when you look at the summon chart, uh, more than likely you're going to have a lot of folks letting stuff set. Yeah, yeah. well, especially when you look at the grand strategies parts too. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they've got a great combo here for me, the guy that doesn't want to paint a lawnmower ever. <laughs> so on the on the other half of this, which is the other thing you can do with your depravity points, you can summon slanesh demons. Yes, right. So you can summon uh, he knights of slanish demons units to the battlefield if you collect enough depravity points and what you send them, you summon them at the end of the movement phase. End right? of the movement phase, right. you have to summon them in within twelve inches of a hero and outside a nine of a enemy. Does the thane still let you summon in? Yes, on that one. Okay, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still. That's that was like the one upgrade from the first book. The second book allowed you to do it off the fane. Yeah. And you, you're still able to pull that off now. So uh, so here's your DP cost for these things, right? We're going to go... I'm going to go bottom up. I don't know why they do this in river Like, this... It feels like you should be counting up. Yeah. Well, counting you know, down. in the tradition of Slanesh, it's bottom up. Yeah, bottom up. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, one Demonites... Uh, or Demonites unit with 10 models is 18 depravity points. One Vice Leader Herald of Slanesh is 18 points. Uh, the one Infertile Enrapturous Herald of Slanesh is also 18 points. You can get a chariot of Slanesh in bold uh, for twenty-four points. I don't know why. So that's bold. the so that's the non-hero ones. Non -hero and they've ones. done this. They've done this weird thing where they've separated out the three different types. There's a seeker chariot, which is just like the one person with the two. Then there's the hell flare, which is the sort of turn sideways with the gal sitting up in the middle. And then mm. there's the exalted, which 
is it goes over its lawnmower. base and it, you yeah. can't pilot it and everybody tongues paints. everywhere yeah. it's true and the model too <laughs> uh you have one seekers unit with five models which is 24 points one contorted epitome uh up for 24 points a blade ringer for 30 points uh one fiends unit with three models is 30 points and then our big daddy one keeper of secrets for 36 points so yeah, why would you ever summon? I uh, I don't know. I could see an argument for the demonettes. You're you're on turn three or four. You don't really care about the ward because of how the game's working. You just need to cap it. You just need some bodies to throw onto something. I could see demonettes. That's yeah. That's it. And I mean, like the contorted epitome is really good. Oh yeah. Right. I don't know why you would have already just brought one. Like, sure. it's gonna, waiting it's, to summon it in. It's going to be in the list. <laughs> yeah, because like, when you wait to summon it in, you're not going to take advantage of its insanity that it can do yeah. in the first round or two. Yeah. So. So here's here's the, here's the gripe, right? If you reverse the order of this and you make the ward first, now you have to have a choice. Now you get to have the choice of like, ooh, do I bring in more models, or do I wait to get the unmodified hit rolls becoming mortal wounds yeah. type of thing? Like we have that. It, we, there's it's a choice that the player then makes. So you tell me what they wind up wanting to do. So you're telling me Celeste should have a thing where you have to hold off until you barely can't anymore, and then you get to do the Correct. explosion of summoning. Hmm, yeah. weird. Yeah. It's almost like we actually wrote this better uh, <laughs> with lore reasons in mind. You just edge right up to the yeah, end there. And we're, we're edging all the time. Oh, here we go. Ah, yes. so, yeah, like... It's called edge highlighting <laughs> in, this, in this area, by the way. Thank you. So explain it to me. Explain it to me, Justin. Explain edging to us, Justin. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Justin has got to have left the building. <laughs> but, like, I mean, really, like, what what happened here? Where did this go wrong? I feel like... Will this get eroded? <laughs> yes. So, yes, hmm. eventually it's going to. I think the uh, summons are going to get eroded, probably down mm, a little. No, you I don't, don't think, think the so? su- I don't think they're going to touch the summons. I, but that chart for the... Uh, the Rebel? The, the Rebel is, yeah. It's wrong. Uh, <laughs> they're... So it's probably going to be something like what they did with the summons last or on the first book. They were ridiculously low, mm-hmm. and they'll probably you'll probably see like the twelve go to eighteen. You'll probably get about a one point five increase on all three of them yeah. to where it pushes it up. Just something, yeah. Because maybe we because there it. are going to be those guys that are going to look at this list and figure out you know hey turn one I can have twenty four bam yeah. Well, I mean, even I, with my non-ability to use my brain like that, as evident by the sentence I just said, uh, <laughs> I was like, well, I can probably roll over 12 pretty easy on the first turn. And then just my whole army is minus one to hit. I would, cool. I would love to say that, but uh, we've all seen me roll dice. and That's true. <laughs> I guess I guess I would be using the mask trick to try to guarantee <laughs> some amount I mean, of mortal wounds. get all of those gravity points. Yeah, because yeah. uh, that's the thing with... it. Obviously, the power creep of Big Wa has been left in the dust. But the thing with Big Wa is that you had, like, you had to wait. Like, mm-hmm. You had to wait usually until it was the inhale before, before the Wa. Before the Wa. Yeah. And this is just the. Uh. <laughs> but you also have to. It's, like, look it's, at this. A, it's a. It's the old one stroke. I don't need a one stroke. The uh, most of the most of the non-hero units in this book, until you start getting over twelve. Yeah, you can kill them easy. Yeah, not a problem. The. Until you get that minus one to hit, it suddenly that suddenly makes this army like stick around. It, mm-hmm. Suddenly they they're actually taking a hit, which Slanesh never does. Which yeah. you just gave them the five <laughs> of ward, then it would be a little yeah. yeah. 
be somewhere in between. Lore-wise, it's because they liked the damage they took, yeah. so they're not. Die- it's not a war. They're just like, yeah, hit me more, yeah, daddy. Hit me more, <laughs> hit me more, daddy. Hit me more, Papa Nurgle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, stop my stop my nads. <laughs> <laughs> stop my cues. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's the that's, uh, that. that's the uh, uh, allegiance abilities. Overall, uh, you got the same stuff with the summoning that you always had, but now you got the cool new depravity wog and the sexy dice. Yeah. What kind of sexy but, dice are you gonna bring? Because you gotta uh, have six ooh, special yeah. dice. Oh, I, so I'm actually thinking about getting the uh, candy dice and offering the. Oh candy. yeah. <laughs> so after they take it, they eat it. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's what I want you to do. Every time you offer someone, you like, you want this little piggy? You want this six? You want it? Here you go. Eat it. Eat it. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Like, I just want my stop making. I just this want my Lord Veritat to survive this combat round. Stop yeah, making this game kid. weirder than it already is. <laughs> Alternately, You're just go holding all a, in. holding eye to contact, licking my lips. <laughs> you better if you pull them from a secret compartment in your coat that they had no idea, and it's just unwrapped candy. It's, Here's, here's six Werther's originals. <laughs> oh, no. so this trench coat that you open, you're like, come to me. It's like, oh, it's like they're, they're other nipples. Oh, they're others. <laughs> you got one of these. Oh, no. oh, they have to take them off of your bodysuit. <laughs> off the, off the, oh, so all the nipples are capped with. Oh, yes, yeah, yes. We, we are absolutely going to Velcro six oh. dice to you. And then in the tournament, when someone wants one, they have to lean forward and pluck it <laughs> pluck from it your up. body. <laughs> Chest hair and all. You know you want it. <laughs> See, I assumed he was in a bodysuit, but I like where you went with this. Oh, you know, I gotta go. I gotta go weirder. <laughs> it's just weird. Uh, these are my Jacob's ladder dice. <laughs> Never mind, everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait a second. I only see five. Uh-oh. Give me a minute. <laughs> uh-huh. Can you give me a minute and uh, tell me I suck? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay. Slanesh books. All right. So, <laughs> so you have to pick invaders, pretenders, or god seekers. Yep. So. Uh, I know we didn't want to like go through every single one, but you said you grabbed a couple that you liked per thing. Uh, we should per, at least talk about the battle traits, I think, for each. Yeah, one, well, yeah, because yeah, that this is this is your army is going to be themed one of these three right. ways, so you have to pick this. So I I'll take invaders because it's the one I actually like the most in okay. terms of like the lore of the invaders and everything. It's the one that is probably not the best, but I like it. Uh, so invaders, you got your figureheads of the Dark Prince. Um, this one, all of your invaders' heroes are treated as generals, even if they're not the model picked to be your general. In addition, you roll a dice each time you pick a friendly invader's hero to carry out a heroic action on a two-up. You can pick one other eligible hero on the battlefield to also carry out that action. That's Isn't that neat? Yeah, that's kind of cool. Like, I think that has a neat play, especially with, yeah. like, the realm commands and stuff like that. Like, you can, you can have a lot of different command abilities and stuff going on. That, uh, that's pretty cool. I'm just thinking what? about all, like, the heroic recovery you can do, where it's like, oh, man, this guy's hurt. Yep. Heroic recovery. Oh, by the way, heroic recovery over there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you if you don't do the me and roll the one. Yes. Correct. <laughs> your best damn day. You can yeah, trigger. Oh man, double best damn day. Du- two two oh, keepers. Just oh, double best we have damn a surprise day. Surprise for you later. <laughs> yeah, it's actually way easier. <laughs> uh, but then you get your own heroic action in here as well. Uh, you can carry out with one friendly invader's hero instead of picking one from the core rules. If you pick one eligible command trait from the list below that the invader's hero does not already have, the hero is considered to have that command trait until the end of the turn. So theoretically, you brought a guy, your general picks one, you use the invader's ability to pick someone else to do this, they pick that one, and then you can give them another a thing like that. So you could have, uh, essentially you have all the command traits if you want. I don't know why having all three of them on the table would be very good, but you could. Especially the middle one, because I don't understand that one at all. But So, 
the it is bizarre, isn't it? Very bizarre. So, so the the reason that that comes in is completely because of hurler, <laughs> because it still stacks for some hurler. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. I was surprised that that did not get eroded. Uh, me too. But that's the one that that's what I wrote down. Hurler. I didn't write obscenities because I got tired. I think <laughs> it was obscenitis. I don't Obs- know what I spelled there. Okay. But uh, yeah, so of the command traits, the one that we both liked, I think, was Hurler. Oh, yeah. Which is, uh, you start of the combat phase, you pick an enemy unit within six inches of the general until the end of the phase, add one to hit rolls for attacks made by that unit, but subtract one from same rolls for attacks targeting that unit. So basically, it's a taunt. You make a guy yep. really mad, he gets a little better at fighting, and you get to subtract one to save rolls. Which is great, because you could put that on an enemy unit that you don't care if it's better at attacking. Yep. Or a hero that's like, cool, here's one more wizard staff attack that's going to you know, not do any damage or anything. Well, also, if you're going to hit it first. Very much true. <laughs> if you're going to be like, yeah, you're real mad, and then kill it immediately, almost like that's a battle tactic it's, in here. It's like, uh, you know, I'm just going to take all your saves away. Now you're, you're now saving on, I know you were supposed to be on a two up. Now now you're on six. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, now uh, I'm going to make it to where that is those annihilators with their two ups are just because, auto fail. Because if you've, kick this around to enough guy, enough of the little heroes, and God knows there's a bunch of heroes running around, mm-hmm. you can just stack this in on somebody. You can get, you know, four up save, or, you know, what was supposed to be a four up save, it got hit twice, now it's a six. Yeah. And you can, I like it. I think that's good. I think there's some strategy in picking a guy that you don't care if he hits you, or like you said, you're going to kill him first, or whatever. Yep. So, do you want to read the one that you're confused on? I'm very, I, would, I would love to read about Glory Hog, because yeah. I don't understand it. It's strange. Um, so this one is also command trait. It is at the end of the combat phase. If any enemy units were destroyed in that phase, and this general is on the battlefield, you receive one command point. Mm-hmm. What? For for command point. For command point. Yeah, at the end of the combat phase. Right. So there's your that you're moving into the battle shock phase. Form? Firing presence. I mean, I okay. So it is at the end of the combat phase. Right. So, so it could be if you're going to take the next turn, turn, you get an extra point. You get an extra command point. But why? That. I guess to guarantee that you have a CP if you destroy an enemy. Like, I, it's useful, yes, there are, but is it better than the other two? No. Yeah. There are several characters in here that can issue a command point without having to spend one. So that might be your shot right there is, like, uh, the voice of Slanesh, Slanesh, Slanesh. Dixessa and the other one. You know, the one. Yeah. Sanessa. Sanessa. Yeah. She doesn't have to spend a command point to fire it off. So maybe that's you gain up that CP by using that stuff. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the part where it's like you have a command point to use for reasons yeah <laughs> <laughs> to use to do your escalating havoc to pick another ability and then you pick glory hog and then you get <laughs> just, another command point just, and then you use escalating havoc to pay for glory hog just, round and, and round we go for three going, hours he's, he's cycling for no fucking Infinite reason combo yeah. it's like all right cool I yeah mean, i like the, i like i like the best of the best because that just adds it adds, adds an attack yeah that's nice yeah yeah but, it's, you, uh, but you have to have another hero nearby Look, Sigvald and, and Glutton and Glutton Boy are gonna be like tag teaming. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> but you can't put this on either one of them. Nope. Whatever, man. <laughs> They're trying. Really, this is you got a keeper and you have like yeah. someone, a little hero backpacking it just to be safe yeah. until it gets into another keeper or something. It's, yeah, Lord but, Payne with the boombox behind it. Going, go, <laughs> go, 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 got this. Um, did, was there any artifacts? So, so yeah, there's three artifacts and three spell lores per section here. Yeah, um, invaders. It sort of gets a little. 
it's Com- compared to the other ones it's just like yeah well, okay. i mean it's the icon right for yeah. the sacred spoils like yeah. i feel like the icon is like why would you not pick that the icon is the once per battle start a combat phase you could say the barrel will plant the icon of infinite excess if you do add one to the attack's characteristic of weapons used by friendly heat knights models uh or units on the battlefield until the end of that phase so just everybody on the table gets yeah. plus one attack like round one, round two round three you've got most of you guys in yeah, you got and a ton of bliss barbs it. maybe lined up because yep. it's uh, it okay. is just attacks. It's not melee, so yeah. like throw out more shots. So I will say for the spells on the invaders, hysterical frenzy is hilarious. <laughs> yes, because on hysterical frenzy is a spell that has a casting value of seven and a range of eighteen. If successfully cast, pick one enemy unit within range and visible to the caster, and roll a number of dice equal to the unit's bravery characteristic. For each six, that unit suffers D three mortal wounds. That's yep. hysterical on high bravery yeah. models. Uh-huh. You pick a demon or a death model or yep. something. <coughs> With our it's, rolls, it's you'll be looking at D three. Right. <laughs> Maybe. But, but just for like the oh yeah, what's what's your bravery characteristic? Ten. Neat. Yeah, here <laughs> comes dice, here we go. Ten dice, here we go. If you spike on that, yeah. good God. Yeah, you can you can hit hard with that. Um it's there hysterical frenzy's been in there since the first book and they keep changing around, keep changing around. This one is like, is this, oh, is please this, let me take this. Is this the best yeah. version? Of yes. The <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes you mad when they don't when they canceled out the uh, lore master and you can't use all the spells from across the thing, even though you know you're part of the god. You're literally <laughs> the voice of the god. Yeah. But yeah, it. So when you look at it and you're like, why would they limit these three spells for this? Oh, that's why. Because <laughs> everyone would take this one, this one, and this one. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I was thinking also. I like Lash of Slanesh. Uh, casting value of 6, range of 12, so it's pretty pretty low range. Uh, you pick an enemy unit within range and roll a number of dice equal to the number of models in that unit, and for each 5 up, you subtract 1 from the attack's characteristics of its melee weapons down to 1. Most of the time, you're going to be dealing with stuff that has like 1 or 2 attacks. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. okay. But when you get something that wants to do like daughter style, where it's got 4 attacks per model coming in, but it's a 20-pack, mm-hmm. you could theoretically just shut off that, which really helps you survive. Because that's, I tend to build defensive armies, so I immediately went for the one that was like, oh, I'll survive a the hit. The most defensive thing yeah, ever. Yeah, the most defensive thing. I think that was the one that I thought was kind of cool. Command of Slanesh is cool, but it's way too much math. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to have to keep track of individual inches that I've yeah. negated from you. Like, yeah, I don't keep track of inches in the bedroom. Certainly, yeah. I got to keep track of them in the game. Yeah, sure. well, yeah, three's good enough for everybody, right? Piling range. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. I can't hear complaints if I'm not paying attention. Uh, so that's, that's the invaders. Then we got the ones that you're going to take. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the... I think they're all probably going to see some play, but I feel like this is the tournament. Oh, yeah. Is Pretenders. Pretenders. You want to talk about what's pretending? Uh, Are you pretentious enough to be uh, pretending? They're back on the chain gang. Yeah. Uh, they'll stand by you. Stand? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's enough songs. It's enough. We don't have the rights for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Pretenders, um, basically, there was an heir to the throne. Uh, I, I just got notes on it so basically what's going to happen with heir to the throne is your general instead of receiving that one cp at the beginning of the of the turn he's going to get three every single freaking time every hero phase yep three command points yeah yeah Just it comes by it's your up. turn it's your turn i'm still getting three yeah well i'm starting off with four you know, God. right out the right out the gate, um, and I'm just gonna have this giant pile of CP sitting over here waiting for me to come up with stuff that I want to do. Yeah, and, like this is the opposite direction of the other one, where it's like I have too much CP. I'm just gonna have all the CP I need. Well, you know, you take that giant 
pile of uh, CP and you run right into the next one, which is Warlord Supreme, uh-huh. uh, your general can issue the same command uh, three times to three different units. So if I issue all-out attack, I can hit it with three units. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't. I don't have to spend CP on the second or the third time. Yes. Huh. I'm seeing a theme here. <laughs> so you've taken my big wall. Uh-huh. And now you've taken my... Now you've taken my voice of Gork. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I call it War Warlord. They took my ward. They took <laughs> Nurgle. <laughs> Nurgle. So let's be taking everybody's yeah. stuff. How, wait, you just this is this is just this is just an orc war claim. This is just, <laughs> this is just bullshit. <laughs> this is just yard sale of the army. You just grabbed everything out of everybody else's army and put them into this. So let's let's talk about this one a second because this is the way it is warded right now. And we, yep. we were talking about this. This might be eroded, but as it is they, right now, they've already hit it. Oh, did they already? Yes, they've already hit it. It like the two days before the book came out, there was an errata that leaked oh. out. You, it's now once per battle, or not one, once per phase. Yeah, once per phase, you can do this. Okay, well, it's but it does it doesn't change when in the phase you do it. So you can do all out sh- not all out shoot only shell three times in three different charges as long as those units are still obeying the outside of three from an enemy unit blah 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 what was receiving charge have to fire into the charge but you could go okay cool unleash hell all right charge a few next unit all right unleash hell on that one and that one okay i'm gonna unleash hell over there too mm-hmm. and you don't have to do it all at once you can make your opponent once it gets a little social game you can make them like kind of go what, what, what is he gonna <laughs> hit me with here so i think that's that's kind of interesting luckily the amount of shooting that i have is pretty low Besides the obvious unit, yeah, the amount of shooting that you have, but yeah. it's possible to just bring all. Oh uh, yeah, you could bring <laughs> all. Can archers. just be a shooting army if you want to, and it's not bad. That feels it, that feels so wrong. It does feel wrong. You got to get in there and really taste the sweat. <laughs> but like, as an all shooting army, it's not awful. Like I think that's an interesting build for it. Yeah. Um, but it would be under pretenders most likely to advantage. Take advantage of that. Yeah. I'm just mad about all of this. <laughs> I'm just genuine. I'm just mad. I'm just angry. I'm just sitting so, over here. So, yeah, the pretenders are definitely the ones that you're probably going to see the most through the tournaments. And then the command traits on top of it, uh, you end up with strongest alone. You get a plus one hit and wound if you're more than uh, six inches from all the other uh, Hedonite heroes yeah. and everything. So if you're standing off off by yourself, you got to keep her out there. It You can do this plus one hit and wound yeah so if you want like a heat seeking missile you can have a heat seeking missile yeah but you're you're not gonna see this one <laughs> <laughs> no and, and you're not gonna see monarch of lies either uh although monarch of lies is fun it's yeah. uh, it's uh, squarely on the fun thing because it's the five up demand uh, you deny a command to somebody huh. that's well, a bunch of other stuff where did i see where have i seen that one before See previous episode KO trick. <laughs> yeah, so basically if you if you was it if you received a command within 6 inches of the general, yeah. you roll on a 5 up. It doesn't yep. they don't hear it and it still uh, counts you, as being used. Yeah, and you lose the CP for it. Thankfully it's at least a little bit shorter than the KO one. Yeah, yeah. yeah Cuz Mordars is 12 inches if I remember rightly. Yeah, well and it's it would have to be on your general yeah. and it's a yeah. 5 up, so probably not going to take that one either. Right. But the final one yeah, the, oh, this, this one. This is the one you're going to use. Uh, strength of Godhood. If the general issues a command till the end of the turn, uh, plus one ren, plus one damage. Now that this is also one that got eroded. It's not like every command it's going to stack. It's, yeah, yeah. It only boosts once, but still, exactly. an extra rend and an extra damage on I don't know a keeper of secrets. 
that's pretty nice. That's going to yeah, take you to twos and threes on everything. You're going to see some Keeper of Secret builds where the Keeper is an absolute monster. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where have I seen this before? <laughs> oh, it's Slanesh 1.0. <laughs> and you know what's great? And just skipping ahead, you don't have to worry about putting the, sheet, the shield on your Keeper because you get a ward eventually anyway, so you can just uh, double up on get that hand or that Yeah, but she's got, she's got to survive long enough to make it That's to that. True. Well, I'm assuming you're competent players, and we've gotten there at that point. She's a big target. Plus, she's uh, she's got the monster keyword, so she can't you know hide behind anything. Yeah. Plus, you have years of people who are shell-shocked by Keepers of Secrets that will <laughs> just dedicate instantly. unreasonable amounts of firepower yes, to it. Yes, to take it down. Yeah, they, they definitely will. So, yeah, so Strength of Godhood, I think that's the one that we were like, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good. That's the best one. Strongest alone, if you're going to do the mask trick, I could see that being a good way to just shake the mask up really fast and throw it into somebody. Oh, yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll talk. We've said the mask trick like eight times. We'll talk about that in a second. It's, it's not a trick. It's the thing it does on its it, war. Yeah, soul. it does. We don't do tricks here. Not in this company. So, the biggest trick I had was the guy wearing the hel charge helmet flying out of a frigate because the frigate <laughs> made the charge. That's as far as I can yeah, get on tricks. That was, that was the silliest thing we had figured out. I still think it's hilarious. So they've got a couple of good uh, artifacts, too. Yeah. But you've got one that's just going to, this is the default, take me, take me, take me. Um so we'll start with the other ones. Uh, Breathtaker, uh, it, you pick one melee weapon. If you uh, if if you kill the the enemy unit with it, um, their after effects don't. Yeah. No trigger. fight on so, death. Yeah. No fight on death. Uh, if you kill them, like doesn't the salon have a thing where they can like come back on death? Yeah, would that I work get, on yeah, that. Actually, oh, I don't, I don't remember how the wording is on that. Because yeah, like, things that would be. Oh my god, I just realized the incarnate. I think also is confusing, and just stop bringing that. So I don't. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's not a bad thing, but yeah. the the number of units that it would be, you know, against that actually this yeah. would turn off. Turn off your lightning explosion. <laughs> it would turn off my lightning explosion. Yep. <laughs> like, uh, like I explode into lightning. It's like, well, no, so, you don't. So, no, you don't. <laughs> the reason it, the reason this is, here, and I'm going to tell you this because I have been reading the corn book. Uh -huh. This directly counteracts a lot of corn stuff. Corn now has a on a five up murder roll. When you kill a model, you roll a dice on a five up. You do a mortal wound. They kind of explode. They're little explosions, but yeah. like this would turn that off. Corn also has the guys that come back. Uh, not Scarbrand. But the one that comes back after he dies is like a chance he just keeps coming back on the table. Mm -hmm. Would turn that off. So like this specifically turns off a lot of corn stuff, which is why I'm like, okay, cool, it's a little thematic thing. It's not what you're gonna take no, unless corn no. is suddenly dominating. But it, it is interesting how the two opposing gods are reflected in the rules because corn has some stuff that specifically hurts Slanesh. That you're sure. like, why would I take that? And you're like, oh, I guess <laughs> these two books came out to fight each other. Right. So yeah. there's gonna be some interacting stuff there. Then you get to go to the Scepter of Domination, which probably is going to cause some, like, you know, trigger warnings, uh, some flashbacks for folks that had to play against the first uh, book. The Activation Wars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At start of combat, roll for every enemy unit within th three inches, yeah. if, if your uh, hero has this. On a five up, they're going to strike last. So it's... Sort of a weakened load. Uh, lo yeah. What was it? Lotus, Lotus or Locus of Diversion. Yeah. Yeah, it, distraction aura. Sorry, I'm having I'm having uh, war flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember when a keeper used to do this on a two up? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I yes. do. Beverage farmer members. <laughs> oh god. Just I'm just gonna play fortunate son as I stare off into the distance and just see keepers and helicopters going over the jungles. <laughs> yeah. So that one's pretty good too. Yeah, uh, but 
that's still no, not the one you're going to take. It's still not the one I'm going to take. No, no, no. Take. no you're the best meme and the best power potential. <laughs> you're going to take the crown of the Dark Prince. So at the start of your first hero phase, you pick that enemy unit. Mm-hmm. And On the battlefield. So yeah. I guess Beast of Chaos, good luck. Just don't deploy. Yep. Yeah. Don't fucking yep. deploy. So you pick that enemy unit, and if you get your the bearer of this artifact within six inches of them, it reduces their attack characteristics across the board to one. Not by one. No, no, Two no. One. no. Two one. Two one. Two one. So you're a... Uh, Period. You're a... Uh, so Marathi. Archeon there. Marathi. Archeon. Kragnos. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. That could be <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anybody, any big melee fighty type characters. Yep. Hell, even Hurts Nagash, because you want to get some of the power out of the melee of some of those characters, too. Yep. All those big attacks, they're going to one. Yeah. Now, obviously, and... they're going to try to kill whatever has this. Oh, yeah. But... Or just stay outside of six inches at all times. Ah. But your guys are fucking fast in this book. <laughs> I man. know. They are fast. Uh, and they will get there. I've they got will... missiles. <laughs> they will get there. And if you are doing a smart thing, you can put this on a little hero, on like a 25 or a 32 or something. And give and... him a... Uh, give... Do you give him the burrow? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You absolutely do give them yeah. Tunnel Master. Tunnel and you just walk just... them up behind stuff. They, yep. they don't have to fight. They just have to be around. Just have to be around. Yep. Being yep. irritating or Sit there whatever. At six inches and you just suddenly... Well, all your attacks are at one. Yeah. Have fun. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it's not it, your attacks... They're attacks against the bear. No, no, no. Their attacks just go to one. So imagine you've shaken up Gordrak and you've thrown him, but he's the one I picked, and you've thrown him into my front lines, and I'm like, well, you're now within six inches of this little tiny figure here. Roll one dice. One attack down that profile. Yep. Go ahead and show me those misses. <laughs> like, that is, that is so solid. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, you're going to see this coming a lot. Now, it doesn't turn off the mounts, so we should say that. Mm. The mounts still get to hit full right. strength, so... <laughs> the Gordrak example might not have been a great May, example. Maybe Argon might, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you really want his Slayer of Kings to do yeah, the yeah. thing it does. Like, yeah. Archeon's, I, any anybody's a good target, but obviously, yeah. Big Dragon's guys is without. the best target. That's just fucking dick. Uh, guys. Yep. Guys. Yep. Gargants. Oh, Gargants. Just put it on a fucking Gargant, and your yep. Gargant player will look across the table and go, Bro, I don't even have a Galatian champion. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? I have a 500-point model who has one attack now. That's it. Yep. That's the thing he's going to do. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> That's well, it's Don't so they have rude. two profiles? So they get two attacks. A couple of them do, yeah. They get, they yeah. get two attacks. I'm Most a, of the yeah. time you get like the good we, attack and then the two kind of like, hey, yeah, you yeah, pick yeah. off a guy. Yeah. Man, you're going to be really hoping that you throw rocks and crush that hero. <laughs> you absolutely <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> You will never see me aim more gargants at something. If someone goes, oh, I'm playing Slanesh and I'm playing Pretenders and this guy's got the crown, I'll be like, I'm going to, I'm now I'm nominating him. <laughs> so, like, reverse nomination. I'm going to kill that. So, uh, was it the contorted, <coughs> contorted epitome? Yes. The, the mirror? Yeah, you keep hearing this put on that because I did not it's got to think about that. Yeah, because uh, because of the shooting thing and uh, the no you two issue up. and receive commands thing. Yep, yep. and the two up ward. Uh huh. Yep, it's got a two up ward for mortal wounds. So you know the odds of shooting it down as it comes across and sticks into your Kragnos. It's like oh well. Yeah. Not to mention 12-inch moves, 7 wounds, 5 up save. Yeah. So, like, it's going to get over there yep. and do some stuff. Sorry, I, I know the comport- contorted epitome because that's the only Slanesh model I bought. <laughs> that, I, that I took the ladies off and put Nurglings all over it and made it a poop mirror. But now I'm like, well, crap, it's not going to look like a Slanesh model, but I'm going to use it. Yeah, if you if you put the artifact on this and slide it up in there, it's it does some 
it wreaks some havoc. It will, especially with the amount of attacks it has. Why? Why? Why do it's, you yeah. hate your friends? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told you at the beginning. This this has a lot of negative play. <laughs> it's like you came to play a game. Well, no, I'm gonna tell you you can only roll one dice. <laughs> yeah. I, I know you were gonna ha- roll a big handful, but nope, just one. I know just you're one. really really excited to put that Kragnos down, but guess what? Right, if no, he's within one. six inches of this guy, he yeah. just can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> These two idiots with a mirror. <laughs> Lucky, who's in his eyes? To be fair, Kragnos was defeated by a Looney Tunes portal, so a mirror shutting him down is very incapable. <laughs> there Kragnos. we go. <laughs> I assume he just smashes his head into it like the Velociraptor in Jurassic Park on the cabinet there, and it falls over. Yep. So uh, yeah, with so, the pretenders, the the spells. What kind so, of what kind of good spells we got? So there's a couple more spells that really make. A bunch of these interactions. Uh, Soul Slice Shards. It's a cast of five, 12 inches. You pick a enemy and you roll two dice, or yeah, two dice versus their bravery. If you go equal to or higher, mm-hmm. they can't issue or receive commands. Oh, just greater, not equal to. You, so you oh, have to be. My it. fault. Greater. But. 2d6, if you're hitting something like, I don't know, Trogs with a bravery of 5, which I found out this weekend, is not great for Snight Haunt. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, my bravery's negative 3. Neat. <laughs> I have a bravery of 2. <laughs> yeah, I have a bravery of, if I pick up the Battleshock dice, the unit leaves. <laughs> like, I don't even get the chance. Yeah. So that's pretty, you probably got a good target for that. If, yeah. If you know what you're going up you, against. You and that's shut. You just shut it down. Yeah. And honestly, you're going to have enough spellcasters that, you know, because Keeper of Secrets is a spellcaster. The Contorted Epitome is a spellcaster. The Voice is a spellcaster. Shard Speaker. Shard Speaker is a spellcaster. Yeah. The Blade Bringers are all spellcasters. Yeah, I did notice that. And I was like, oh, were they always <laughs> yes. spellcasters? Okay. I yes. guess I just never saw them yep. do spells or uh, anything. Well, it used to be they would just do acquiescence, which gave you, was it, uh, plus one a wound. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, when the buff spells go off on my opponent, it's kind of like, uh, I just hope you're doing the things that Brooke tells you to do. I don't know what's yeah. going on. You just roll a bunch it of dice. It wasn't that big a deal. But Phantasmagoria. Oh, that's it's the a... spell that's just... This is, this gonna... is so rude. That's my this, favorite one. This with uh, with the new uh, Lord of Hubris is going to piss folks off to no end. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. on a cast of five at a 12-inch range, pick an enemy to... Uh, Oh, was it when that you you pick your enemy unit when it goes to activate, you can pick one Hedonites within three inches of it, and that unit just retreats. Mm-hmm. So, so you run the Lord of Hubris in there, and he makes them take all their attacks. He gives them fight first, mm-hmm. and but all their attacks have to come into him. So they activate, and he just he steps goes, back <laughs> six <laughs> inches. <laughs> <laughs> And just Looney Tunes himself out of there. And because all their attacks have to go into him, and he's now out of range, oopsie, you're just going to sit there for a while. And then just get swung on in return. Watch Mm -hmm. 20 Hearth Guards stand there and go, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do anything, yeah. Oh, man. I like it. I like it because the Uh potential is high, but also I think that's actually the best spell tact like to do the game properly. Oh, yeah. But also in terms of goofy stuff that I like, I like that. Also, this gives you a chance if you've got something that does damage on the charge or wants to be charging, it gives yep. you a chance to move it away so that you can then charge it again on the next phase. I or think turn. as you move him away, you have to do the little, you know, three stooges. Oh, absolutely. As, as he backs out. Absolutely. You got you to Zoidberg it just <laughs> out like that. And then you got a spell where on a six, you can roll six dice for each four if you get a depravity point. Yep. I feel like your depravity is either going to be you're focused on it or you don't care. So you're going to need that. That used to actually be a, uh, a regen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the one that only the Keeper of Secrets could take. It was the greater 
oh, yeah. greater demon spells, and it used to give you back uh, health. But now depravity's you know more important than health. So this is the one way that you can just automatically pick up some of that. So get it with all those spellcasters, somebody's casting this. Yeah, yeah. This is your your dump spell where you get you've done all the cool stuff, but you have a couple of slots open, and you're like, yep. oh, let's, let's get a couple of depravity points. You know. You see these a lot where it's like, ah, let's see if I get a command point or something. Like, just yeah. resource yeah. generation but spells. The, but the depravity is so much better. The, <laughs> right, yeah. But with Pretenders, you're going to see a couple of different builds with uh, Keeper Secrets where they're just going to be insane. They're going to be... But they are, you know, it's a it's one model and it's a monster and you can't hide him. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you have to hope your opponent didn't bring a shooting Slanesh army and just shoot him off the table. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy all that depravity uh, they got off of it. Yeah, but like the Contorted Epitome can hide back in, you know, it, it can get lookouts or it can, you know... Yeah, it's a it's still a it's it's still a uh, champion. So yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. I don't. I so I don't ever think of that thing for... as a hero because it's yeah. it's a mirror. I know. With some people on it. But so like, it is a hero. But yeah. It, but it does. Uh, it falls into the uh, thing, so you can still make it a champion. <laughs> That's wow. silly. Wow. That's silly. Then we move to God Seekers. Yeah. Oh yes. So these it's are the, the other one that we will see. These on are the, the Mad Max ones. They're going yeah. fast, as fast as they can, all the time. Oh yeah. The, this this thing's going to be a lot of speed, a lot of uh, right up in your face, really quick. ABC. Always be charging. That's that's <laughs> these guys. So the first so the first thing on God Seekers is for their battle traits. They have a thundering cavalcade. Uh, mm-hmm. You can reroll charge rolls for friendly God Seeker units that are wholly within twelve inches of a friendly God Seeker's hero. Neat. Seems pretty easy considering your heroes can also be on chariots, so mm-hmm. you can just have a whole chariot force your, basically. Your blade bringers, uh, and don't forget your blade bringers uh, buff the uh, buff the non blade bringer chariots that they're yeah. their type. So oh, Hellflare, yeah, yeah Hellflares are the blade bringer on Hellflare boosts the Hellflare or the Seekers. I'm glad so. you're here to explain it because when we get to the Lawn Garden section here, <laughs> uh, I admit I do not know what all these chariots are I'm looking at. I looked at them and I was like, oh my God, they're all a little different. And my eyes glossed over mm-hmm. and I flipped back to the mortals and was like, ah, Painbringer. I yeah, like those go. guys. He's cool looking. Yep. He's wearing armor. <laughs> and then their other battle trait is Maniacal Hunters. And at the start of each battle round, before the players receive their starting command points, you can move up to D3 friendly Godseekers units that are more than three inches from all enemy units, up to D6 inches. Uh, roll separately for each unit. Those units must finish the move more than three inches from all enemy units. That's pretty nifty, especially it, if you would like to, because just if they're already, yeah, they're just freaking move them around, get yourself set up, do some fun stuff. Yeah, try to get. Cool and this happens charges. every round. Yeah. So it's not just like the beginning of the game, but it's not. So rely on one. Yeah. Maybe you'll get three. <laughs> the best that you might get a one-inch move, but you could get a six-inch move. And that's probably why it's not a steady move like the tireless trackers for bone splitters. Right. Where it's like you just get to do this because they get to do it every turn. Yeah. So it shouldn't be like six inches per turn or it'd be, you know. That'd be nonsense. That would be like moving in the hero phase. Who does who does that, Josh? Who Where do they get the moving in the hero phase Oh, wow. It's weird. That's like, oh, it's almost like it's an Orc Warclans thing. <laughs> hmm. Wow. This book is just Slanesh wearing an Orc Warclans mask. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> I've stolen all their best abilities. So, yeah, we got some cool command traits here. Um, uh, did I write down one that I liked? Did I? What page are we on? 84. Yes. <laughs> I liked Into the Fray. 
Yes. Because you're probably going to be charging, and you're probably going to be charging with your general. So yep. giving it strike first means, A, there's a battle tactic in here that you have a better chance of getting off. Uh, and the Slash is all about that. <laughs> They're and always about getting off, Always baby. about getting off, baby. Getting and off B, first, too. Hey, oh, yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> knows what's happening. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, but secondly, like, strike first also means you have a good chance of not getting hit back on yep. one of your chariots and losing your general and stuff like that. And those chariots are on bigger bases, so more people can get in on them. So, you, you know, it's a little bit of protection by, like, I'm going to hit you first, hopefully kill you, uh, and then not have to worry about, Until you, you know, figure out that all the tongues and the blades and everything sticking off the base keep folks from piling in around you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this model prevents you from playing the game <laughs> I actually brought uh, blank bases, the chariot base, and whenever, like, a horde would go to do it, I'd just pull that up and set the blank base down to go, there you go. <laughs> I remember I remember the nightmare of, I think I was playing uh, way back in the day, Jessica and her chariots, and trying to pile in like 30 skeletons on it, and Impossible. it just like, and then the skeletons are all stuck in the thing, oh, and yeah. I'm like, right, look, look, there's 60 attacks, like, they're all in there, okay? I can't, we can't figure out this chariot thing. Uh, as we continue on our merry way with uh, stealing things from War of Warclans books, not even the most recent one, though, now from an older War Oryx Warclans books, oh. uh, you can also do the Speed Chaser, which is after this general makes a charge move, you can pick one enemy unit within one inch of the general and roll a, di a number of dice equal to the charge roll and uh, for that charge move, and for each four up, that enemy unit suffers one mortal wound. That's the old destructive bulk. Yeah, I like that one, too. I, I You sons of bitches! <laughs> I'm stealing all your shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I, I chose Into the Fray because it's dependable. Yeah. Because I need dependability. Yeah, well, yeah, because we, we all know that uh, our four-ups are going to be ones yeah, every having, single time. Having <laughs> taken a weekend of Trogherd, I need dependability in my army. <laughs> like, I don't care how good it is. I will roll ones on everything that needs the ones. Except for the things where I need the one. The dude who needs to roll a one to step on his buddy to yeah, go mad. Well, straight sixes all the time. Like, why am I doing that? The old locust of diversion. I nerfed it long before GW <laughs> ever thought about doing it. All you gotta do is not roll a one. Well, I'm incapable of that shit. So, yeah, here we go! Now I've thought it into reality. <laughs> Here's a one. They're like, it's only like 18%. I'm like, no, that that's like a 50-50 bet for me. Mm. <laughs> See, what you gotta do is you gotta add in you gotta add in the bad player math. All right? So you're gonna add another 20% on top of that. That's gonna give you a 33.3% .3 chance to reuse this joke on every episode. Alright, so after you got that 33... Never mind, that could be the whole thing. So, uh, what other god seekers... What treasures would you take as you're seeking the gods? I know what I'm gonna take, because it's it's the girdle. <laughs> I, I just like the girdle. I don't... It's funny. Uh, oh, yeah. No, it's actually, the girdle, the girdle is great, because... Okay. Good, I, I chose right, everybody. <laughs> because a flying chariot with a six-inch pile-in is... Freaking scary. See, you can put that <laughs> on a keeper, though, right? Oh, you can. So he's just a keeper with a six-inch pylon that yeah. flies. But it's pretty nice, too. Yeah, but so also you got to remember, you don't have the exploding sixes from your old keeper. So those two those two claw attacks, because it's only got two claws. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are even less reliable than they used to be. But if you brought the knife... Because that's the one where you just roll a d6, and it's that many mortal wounds, right? If it's up two up or something. Mm, uh, it's the, the knife or the so. hand. No, the hand heals. The hand heals. The knife is the one where you just yeah. roll a die, and if it's over a two, it's that many mortal wounds. Yeah. I feel like that's got a lot of little sneaky potential. Just be like, yeah, cool, too bad. Boop, here's five Tink. mortal wounds. Yeah. Just, just ace a hero. Josh, was there anything in there that you particularly liked in terms of the artifacts? I mean, there, I, I think this one No, is... I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Yeah, good. Uh, good. Was it Cameo of the Dark Prince? Uh, once per battle, you can at the start of the hero, you can issue a command without using your CP. 
Yeah, they can issue commands to friendly CP uh, to friendly Hedonist units without any CP being spent. Yep. Um, for the, the whole the turn. turn. Yeah. yeah. So if you've got now, if only there was a way to like issue three or like all the other abilities that you want to synergize with this are in the other two. Yeah. Exactly. Which does feel like that a lot. It feels like <laughs> I want to be able to pick this one and like you were saying, I want this, but I want a command trait from Pretenders and I want an Invaders artifact. Um, what about the spells? <laughs> Slothful stupors freaking awesome <laughs> so slothful stupor is a spell that has That's a casting value of seven and a range of 12 if successfully cast pick one enemy unit within range invisible to the caster until your next hero phase the move characteristic of that unit is three and all run and charge rolls for that units are treated as being three and so, the retreat yeah <laughs> it's, just, it's just like oh it's not like the it's not like the old half like there's the other spells where it's yeah. like oh we have your movement no 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 no, no. Or that Yours one that's like subtract one inch and keep track of it, and for every one inch, you, yeah. yeah. This, now, this just is just three. three. Yep. You get to make a pilot. Yes. As your movement, and as your run, and as your charge. Yeah. It's just a pilot. So welcome to playing Nurgle. Yeah. You can only <laughs> move four inches across the table every turn. Just never, never moving. The only disadvantage Neat. with that is the range of twelve. You've got to get close enough to hit them, and then probably back up or screen out the unit. If, you're, if your whole goal is to basically stall a unit to the side yeah. or whatever, you have to get somebody close enough to, to do that. Thankfully, it's pretty easy. Yeah, it's not just so fast. You can just run a wizard over there and run him back yeah. before yeah. your opponent even knows what's going on. It's like, you're slothful stupor. <laughs> and, and, you have, and you have the casters that actually have the speed to do it. They yeah. can jump around and everything. Because a bunch, bunch of these spells are pretty close in. I did for, notice that. Especially for, you know... Stuff that doesn't like to take a hit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess technically it does like to take the hit, but you as the player don't <laughs> like it when it takes the hit. Because then my, my toys are dead. Yeah. Yeah. Pass of the Dark Prince is funny because it's just cast uh, roll. If you cast over a five, you get to be Kragnos. Yep. It's a 3d6 charge. Get ready to roll three twos on that charge and feel really stupid that you wasted a spell uh, slot for it. Loads of fun. Yeah. Then your uh, progeny uh, damnation, you pick a friendly uh, Knight unit. Till the next hero phase, enemies within uh, nine inches can't redeploy. Yeah, that one was kind of interesting. Like, I guess if you're really trying to engage them in melee with, like, your Bliss, the Seeker Rider guys. Yeah. Who seem to be okay-ish in melee, but I didn't really know a good spot for that. Like, because your army, if you're bringing God Seekers, you're, you're bringing fast shit. So And, and a lot of that stuff has... Uh, Reroll charge too, right? And you can give it to your general if they're nearby, yep. or any Godseeker's hero is going to give reroll charges. So yep. is that redeploy really going to hurt you that much? If they're like, oh, here's an extra two inches on the charge, you're like, all right, well, I was, I still move eighteen yeah. inches anyway. Get so. there anyway. Yeah, it, I don't. That one felt like it. That one seems like it goes in one of the other ones. Right. Like that one would make more sense in one of the other ones where you you want to like slowly walk up on somebody versus this where you're race carring. Yeah. Them. Yeah, and then there's uh, a Great bunch strategies. of glory paths and stuff. That we ignore. That we ignore. The pictures are good. Yep, neat pictures. I like the pictures. Once again, Games Workshop, Pretty. like, this custom scenery you put in this stuff, start making that available. No joke. Like, seriously, I want some of this. This isn't quite as cool as the Ossiarch stuff, but I like some of the custom scenery they do. You, know, you know what we didn't talk about? The fact they actually gave us a new... Uh, got a new cover! We got a new cover. New cover. It's, it's a running hey, joke hey, of the listen, show. Hey, listen, listen. It's a... Picture from the last book. Yeah, but <laughs> but you know what? It's, but it's not it's the not same the cover. Same cover. Yeah, true enough. Because they, they keep doing that. Uh, I do like that they definitely cut off the little guy on the very top, the, like you were saying, that should be the, right here yeah, being the, impaled. The, yeah, the dead guy that's yeah. supposed to be in the hook. Yeah, where do you go? Yeah, what was it? Was it Lunareth he would, would kill it, or was it Corn? No, it's Daughters. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. They should have put that on there. 
Jerks. But. Can we? All right. This is not in order, but I just flipped to it. Can everybody at home, go look at page 17. <laughs> there it is. There's the giggles. That's a pee-pee. <laughs> it is? That's it. <laughs> the spire Johnson, of Slanesh. Johnson, take a look at this. <laughs> the spire of Slanesh it looks is. phallic? I'm oh, shocked. My God. It's not, it doesn't look phallic. It has a mushroom top. <laughs> like, this is straight up a pee-pee. Anyway, yeah. I just wanted to call attention to that because it keeps opening to that page. I can't uh, imagine why. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that's because that's what, what have you is. What have you been doing, Zach? <laughs> I told you about the paper cuts in the open. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got some grand strategies and tactics. And then we should probably take a break and we'll talk about the war scroll, like what's changed, what's new, good, yeah. bad, all that stuff. So grand strategies for the Hedonites of Slanesh. You could do one of four. <sighs> one of dun, four. Dun, dun. They always have now the one that's like, uh, well, actually, you know what? this doesn't have it. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I rescind my original statement. They did not put the one in here that's like, do four battle tactics from your book. Yeah. Instead, they gave you two. Instead, yeah, instead they, they gave you two. They just flat out handed so, you two. First one that you could take is Coveted Riches. When the battle ends, you complete this grand strategy if there are no enemy units that have artifacts of power on the battlefield and there are one or more friendly units that have artifacts of power on the battlefield. All right. All right. I guess kill if everybody. you're going to put it on a little hero that you're going to hide back in the back corner, then great. Yeah. Um, any other time, you're risking the general generally <laughs> you want the artifact on something that's actually going to get into a fight and so it's sort of like you're, you're also running the risk of what i did in the last tournament which is i had an artifact on a goblin with tunnel master and i could just go cool well, he is literally on the farthest edge of the table if you really want this you're gonna have to walk all the way over there and kill that guy mm. that was 70 points of me just screwing up your grand strategy and I don't even care if he's over there. He's not doing anything. <laughs> the next one is Arch Tempter. Wow, this one's great. I actually, one's really, great. I actually really like this one. Just I don't know how often it's going to work, yeah. but I like it. But it's really funny. So Arch Tempter, when the battle ends, you complete this grand strategy. If you offered a temptation dice to your opponent for the same enemy unit six or more times during the battle. All right. So Gargans, yeah. Yeah. You could probably get this <laughs> off on Gargans oh, yeah. pretty easily. But yeah. if your opponent brought, like, MSU nonsense chaff stuff or some silly list like you might not have a unit survive long enough to do this six times yeah especially I, if, you, if you're hitting it with d3 every time they say no your opponent yeah. could be like well i'm just gonna let you kill it and then you can't get the thing mm -hmm. yep a little, little 4d chess there yeah. and then they got the the other two which is the one that rewards me for not buying more toys yeah so, <laughs> you, you know so i'll take this one because <laughs> as we famously said the only reason i haven't played slanesh fully is i don't really like the demon models and i want to just run the mortals and this selfish desire, like I have, <laughs> when the battle ends, you complete this grand strategy. If you did not summon any units using the Summon Slaneshi Demons battle trait during the battle, well, guess done. what? If you don't bring any, if you don't own any, you win. <laughs> you automatically get. You can be tabled on turn one and get this. Do you know how much money this is saving, folks? <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you, GW. <laughs> That's what I mean. This is the original Slaneshi author sneaking in, just trying to help out. <laughs> he gets out and he's like, I put a grand vanity in there. And they're like, no. And they beat him back into the corner. I mean, we used to, we used to bring. 30 demonettes just in case we wanted to summon them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember. Like, oh. it, this was this and Beast of Chaos was like, bring your army and then bring another army. So yeah. you can pick from that army when you need these things. Yeah. But I like that they're just going to be like, I just don't do that. This is the, this is the then, don't buy more models. This may be the strategy. only grand strategy I've ever seen that you can literally get if you on turn one on the hero phase give up. Yep. Because if you just <laughs> don't move any toys and die, you still get this. Did you get your grand strategy? Yes, yes. I yeah. did. Oddly enough. <laughs> Weirdly, because I didn't bring the toys. <laughs> it's, it's Once again, it's, it has nothing to do with what's on the table. This this and the uh, temptation dice. It, 
the temptation dice aren't linked to anything on the table. It doesn't. You don't have to have a hero. You don't have to have yeah. units near them. You could be you could be entirely dead and still offer them temptation <laughs> dice. That is fantastic. <laughs> I've been tabled, but I am not and giving up the game because I'm going to still continue to kill your units. <laughs> oh man, depravity coming out the wazoo. Here we go. Boy, that is some elder. That is some Dark Souls level play. <laughs> but if you could figure out how to get battle tactics with no toys on the table <laughs> using the, des- the destiny dice, the sexy dice, that's hilarious. Uh, and then finally, the then other the one. grand strategy that you're going to see freaking absolutely everywhere. Yeah, this one's probably the more easy one to do. Glutton for depravity. All you have to do is have 36 or more depravity points at the end of the game, unspent. Which seems like if you can get there, if you've built a depravity base list, you you're can get there by turn two, three, probably turn three realistically, you're going to be sitting at at least 36. And why would you not, based on what we had already talked about with your depravity bonuses? Yeah, I like, mean, I, I guess you could just really want to play a different way, but, like, it seems really good. It yeah, seems like is, the thing uh, to do. This is perfect for you, Zach, because you could you could really take either selfish desire or <laughs> I know. depravity <laughs> for your mortals slanesh. Because I'm not going to do any of the things that would negate these. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you're really gonna want to build if you can get all three of the uh, the the gates for you, having depravity. If you can get past the twelve, twenty-four, and thirty-six, then you know if they're still gonna give you depravity, then hey, summon away, have a great. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you know, I uh, was at the uh, infernal uh, enrapturous is I think eighteen. Mm-hmm. So if you can get eighteen on top of that. You can throw that out there and completely screw up their casting because it makes it re-roll every time they successfully make one. Yeah. I just mean, for giggles. We talked about the contorted <laughs> epitome. You could bring that in there and just use it to lock down a wizard and yep. beat people. Honestly, it does enough damage. It's a pretty good unit to go in and start <laughs> killing stuff, too. Oh, yeah. So I guess you would want to pick Glutton for Depravity to leave open the opportunity for summoning. But Can. since I don't own anything I would summon, I'm just going to pick Selfish yeah, Desire. That way you don't have to worry about uh, it. Because yeah, if you don't it. get to it, because well, if, if you die too fast and you don't get your depravity points. So so you could, yeah. ha- so it could. If you had the contorted a- in your opening thing and it gets killed, you get all the way through and you can you can bring another one. Oh, that's true. That's what I do with Nurgle is I just bring stuff <laughs> and when it dies, I wait long enough and then resummon those models. That's what I used to do with the chariots. <laughs> I need people to kill my plague drones because I only own, I I only own nine. <laughs> So if you don't kill enough plague drones, I can't summon more in. <laughs> He's like, why didn't you summon another chariot? Because I've only got three models, and they're all three on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I've run out of actual figures to put down. <laughs> so those are uh, thoughts on those, besides the last two being super easy and nice. I mean, the other two are also the... not bad. Arch Tempter, just if your opponent has a crap MSU army, you're not going to get to do it. Right. The the 36, getting to 36, your your opponent can try to block you off on that. Mm-hmm. But there are like the spells and everything that you can do that. The euphoric killers, you can sort of go around that. Your goal is to get to 36 anyway. If yeah, you you're already if doing you didn't, it. If you didn't get there, chances are you're not winning anyway. So, right. you know, why not? Yeah, here's your extra couple of points at the end of the game for yeah. for showing up. Which is <laughs> hey, all right. Thanks for playing the book way, the way we wanted you to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that because it, nothing, like, I haven't seen anything super duper oppressive in this book, like to the point where. Yes, there's a lot of like things that will be less fun to encounter, but there's nothing in here like a two-up locus of diversion on all your demons yeah. and stuff where you're like, okay, well, that's really hard to play around with most armies in the game. This one's like, oh, that's got some good and bad matchups, but it's, it's a good book so far. Let's look at the battle tactics, though. Is there any, uh, any of these that stuck out to you all? Um, I, I will, I, you know, I'm going to go ahead and take it. I like the first one. 
because I feel like... Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I'm just going to let everyone at home guess. <laughs> All right, so death by a thousand cuts. You pick an enemy unit. You complete this tactic if wounds caused by attacks made by three or more different friendly units were allocated to this unit during this turn. I think if you've got a lot of archers and you are targeting a big 40-pack of grots or something that you know you're going to pick one or two off, but you're also not going to wipe it out. You, This is one of those ones that like you immediately look at the table and go, well, that's a mega gargant. I, I got to fight it anyway, so yeah. I might as well do this. Yeah. You know. It's going to be a situational also, thing. Also, allocated, not allocated and not negated. Once Correct. again, that wording sneaks in there. So, like, does this work on things with a ward? Uh, I think so. I think it, as right now it does. Well, I mean, it says you got to kill it, so. No, not for death by thousands. Is it? Uh, yeah, wounds caused by attacks made by three more different friendly units were allocated to the unit. Oh. You just have to do just one wound for thought, three yeah. models. For some reason, I thought you had to kill it. Nope. You just have to hurt it. Oh. Yeah. That's well, why I was like, that seems pretty easy. That makes You've sense. You've got bliss barbs and maybe a hero that walks up and pokes it or... A keeper that can do the D6 roll for just a damage. Like, you got well, lots of ways to do it. And you have, and, and it doesn't, it's not specified by phase either. So if you can, like, plunk something with, like, a spell in, like, the hero phase or something, yep. and then do something in the shooting phase, and then do yep. something in the charge phase, then you have the whole combat phase yeah. to do something. It also doesn't make you pick your units to do it. Right. Just, you just, just says three different friendly just, units. Just so. something. Yeah. Yep. I so, like that one. That's a great one. I, I, I very much see that being, like, a very. Like, that's an excellent, like, turn, like, round two, three, or four type yeah. of one that, where stuff's on the table and you're just like, all right, cool, let's... Your only fear is that if you wait too long, there might not be anything that can take a hit from three units and not die. Right. So yeah. you have to, like, kind of hope <laughs> yeah, that you're you going to leave, leave I mean, something big alive. <laughs> Hopefully this is something you do up front. <laughs> yeah. Once again, sorry, Gargans. <laughs> like, boy, Gargans just give Slanesh wins on this book. <laughs> so What do you guys like? So then, well, next one down, Enrapturing Blur. Uh, you pick an unwounded enemy hero, and you have to kill it before it can before it fights. Yes. Which seems sort of weird on the timing. It's challenging. Yeah. But I think if you've got the chariots, um, because you pick an enemy hero that has zero wounds, if it's destroyed in the combat phase before it's picked a fight, so you yeah. can't shoot it to death. You can't charge kill it to death because that's not in the combat phase. So you're right. It is like right. you have to get it just right. But if you've done the it's going to fight last and here's a keeper of secrets. What's up? Five wound goblin. You could pull it off. Yeah. I, that one's the one where I was like, eh, there's too many things that I can't do in that order. To that <laughs> one. I like the other one because I was going to do that anyway, probably. Yeah. Uh, Grand Feast is great. I mean, that's a pretty easy one, right? That's that's going to be pretty easy to pull. Yeah, you complete this battle tactic if you gain 12 or more depravity points from the Euphoric Killer's battle trait, page 79, mm -hmm. uh, during this turn. So, Which is the pick a unit, and then for every wounded deals, you get a depravity point. So you yep. get that horde of goblins or whatever sitting over there, and I take a lawnmower and run it into it, and yes. Yes. <laughs> you do get 12 depravity points. Congratulations. Oh, thank you for bringing zombies to the table. I will enjoy these no-save zombies just giving me depravity points. Oh, yeah. Uh, the next one was the one that I, I had chose. I've chose three that I would definitely go for, and mm -hmm. uh, Carnage was that one. So I'll take this one, and then well, you guys can read the rest. So, <laughs> Excessive Carnage. You pick an enemy unit that is contesting an objective. You complete this tactic if, that, if you pick that unit using the Euphoric Killer's battle trait, and the unit is destroyed during this turn. That can be super easy to do, because the unit can have already been damaged by a billion other things. All yep. you have to do is kill it. With, Actually, With the unit that you pick for Euphoric Killer's. So, no, 
you complete this tactic if you pick that unit using euphoric killers and that unit is destroyed during this turn. Mm -hmm. So the euphoric killers don't even have to kill it. You just pick a unit, euphoric killers hit it, and if you didn't do the job, you hit it with everything else until you do the job. Yep. Yeah, that's even better than I thought it was the well, first time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey things on the podcast. <laughs> I've, re I've read this book three times and I still uh, miss that shit. Well, <laughs> this, is the, this is the most rules as written, but is that rules as intended book they have put out so far? Yeah. Because yeah. I keep going, well, it doesn't say and not negated. It doesn't say it has to be killed by that unit. We're going to have a lot of air butt exceptions. Yeah, like, this, is, this is a book where you're like, I feel like you, <laughs> it doesn't say a dog can't play. <laughs> like, uh, so I don't, I don't know, but I think that's how, I think we're interpreting that correctly. So you just got to pick it that's and correct. just annihilate it with yeah. stuff. Uh, the next one here, actually, I think this is this is a this is one for your chariots, right? Oh yeah, this is Realm Racers. This you one's can, hard because I will fail it, yeah. so I'm not going to pick. But this you one. complete this tactic if three or more different friendly Heed Knights of Slanesh units make a charge move of seven or more inches during this turn. Yeah. So this is super handy because you get a bunch of chariots and you go, okay, well they're all set up seven inches away, uh, and now they make a seven inch charge, and if you don't, then you just do that little thing where you get to command three things to get to reroll the charge rolls. Yep. Yeah, or if, if you're playing in uh, Godseekers, they're already rerolling yeah. yeah. your heroes. We're so rerolling it anyway. Yeah, so nice and simple. Yeah. Like like I said, the only reason I won't choose it is because I will roll a one twice on one of those well, if, uh, I'm... I thought it was just because you didn't want to put chariots together. <laughs> I also don't want to put chariots together. I never want to put chariots together. I have seen that kit. I built a corpse cart. I assume it's a thousand times worse than that was. Every single blade is its own bit. Yeah. For for a man that has had to make a lot of tra uh, tried to make a lot of like five inch charges who keeps rolling fours. <laughs> I also will not pick this one. I failed in the last game of the last tournament. I failed two three inch charges in the first turn. Wow. Walked up and just the trogs went, Yep. <laughs> just gonna stand here. Stood still. <laughs> they walked up and went, Oh, those are ghosts and they didn't do anything. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. Fucking Muppets. <laughs> they were they were scared Muppets. Justin, uh, do you want to tell us so, about Deprived Unity? So, you basically, you're going to pick an objective that you don't have already, and you score this if you take that objective with and have one mortal or one demon unit uh, securing it. One mortal so, and one demon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you have to have a mortal and a demon. So, I'm assuming you cannot use something that has both the keywords. Uh, actually, Celeste doesn't have both anymore. Oh, well, never mind. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where you were going. Yeah, because I was like, that's the one that's a mortal and a demon. No, so. it, it does, it, for some reason, it doesn't have the mortal keyword. So I, I think I know why, because when I was reading the lore, it talked about how the, the mount, I don't know the name of the mount, the guy, the guy yeah. was actually killed and brought back now. Sil. So he's, Sil is now Sil. actually technically a demon because it has been killed at some point and, and now brought, brought back. back. Okay. So I guess that was like a little lore update that is... Well, change also, the war scroll maybe. Uh, also, in his uh, was it his balance thing where he, he does a thing where if you have like an equal number of demon units and an equal number of mortal units around him, he doesn't count in that. Yeah. So it, it's you know, I, I I thought that that might be why they did that, but yeah, because none none of your uh, like seekers are count as demons, even though they're riding demons. Right. Um. So yeah, I guess. Yeah, you can't do this one, Zach. You can't do Depraved Unity because you won't bring any demons. So this one doesn't work for you. <laughs> I have the Contorted Epitome. That's the only demon I know. <laughs> I, uh, I guess I run that little mirror around the table to get this. Yeah, so this one, this one's easy if you've built the list. Yeah. You're probably already doing it. Correct. So nope. I like, I almost feel like these battle tactics and strategies veer a little too close to like, well, why would you not just do the book ones? So here's my thoughts. 
are we getting to where the GHBs are not going to have battle tactics in grand strategies? Or Ooh, the grand yeah. strategies just going to be like your standard, here's your grand strategies, your battle tactics are the one out of the book. I don't know. It's like, I, I want to say no because I play Stormcast, so please don't yeah. make me do that. It's yeah. even is still a nightmare. Uh, yeah. But like, on the other hand, I could see GW going, okay, everybody's got your own set now. Here you go. Here's like two generic ones, and then the rest are on I you guys. Could, I could see something like that where they only put out like two or three, and then you had to rely on the book for the rest. Like the realm artifacts and stuff where there used to be a billion? Two, two per realm and a spell per realm and a trait and like all that, and now it's like, here's your three. You pick yeah. your three. Anyway, that's uh, Depraved Unity. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, let's hit it. We're going to hit a break, and then we'll come back and talk some, uh, talk some War Scrolls. But I didn't have to clap there, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're getting ready to turn it off. Like, <laughs> he got the clap. the clap. He wanted the clap. Starting your own podcast is easier than you think with Blueberry Podcasting, the official home of Atlanta Warhammer. Not only do they make uploading and hosting audio files a breeze, they also feature full WordPress integration, so you can easily share your podcast with the world. All Blueberry podcasts are optimized for Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and about 100 other podcast services. They even have a free tech support and downloads, and with no contract, you can cancel any time. To get started today, visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. While you're there, use the code ATLWAR to get one month of premium hosting totally free. Once again, that's promo code ATLWAR at Blueberry.com. Get your voice heard today. Welcome back, everybody. If you've got secrets, we're going to keep them. Because we're talking about the keepers of secrets. Well, actually, we're talking about all the War Scrolls in here. Um, and we, we've we said it before. We'll say it again. You didn't come here for intense tactical analysis on every War Scroll. Uh, check out AOS Coach if you actually <laughs> He does a great job of explaining all of this stuff on every War Scroll. You came, um, here, for, you came here for dick jokes and yeah, other stuff. Yeah, you get the surprising low amount of dick jokes in this episode for it being Slanesh. I got, we're only really at our normal average yeah. for this. We really got to sneak some more in there. So. Okay. Uh, we we'll got slither we on in there. Yeah, so you, uh, I guess... We'll bring him around the back door. It'll be fine. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, any port in the storm, you know what I'm saying? I'm the Slanesh guys. All right, Hold so the dark. let's Damn. keep this turgid show running and talk about the Keepers of Secrets, which I think we're starting with what I will say, and we, we don't always bitch on this show, but we do sometimes point out when something just feels like, guys, why did this happen? And I think we were talking about the Keepers... Justin, you have kind of a... Oh. Is, there, is there sadness Why? in your heart? No. Oh, okay. So, the Keeper of Secrets, it will be good. You will see them. Yes. But you will only see them when they are kitted out the wazoo. So, you're going to see artifacts on them. You're going to see all... You're, you're basically going to have to build a Keeper of Secrets because right now that thing is pointed at 400 points. Right. And I think it was on Vince's thing, the breakdown on it, on a four-up save... They're averaging five damage. Yeah. For a four hundred point model. And when you look at it and you Th think, that's okay. if you just take it stock. Right. Straight up. And, um, and stock you go, okay, well, you know, great unclean ones probably about around the same amount of damage. But then you look at all the other stuff great unclean ones do, and it's not yeah. centered around damage, and you got all the stuff, bells and flails and things you can get them with that are boost units. And then you look over at Bloodthirsters in the new book, <laughs> who have taken a little <laughs> bit of a nerf, not going to lie. They're not nearly as crazy as they were, but they're still pretty solid. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think they're actually cheaper than the Keeper of Secrets. So it's like, well, there's a damage demon, yeah. and you've got Nurgle for your support demons, Zinch for your magic demons, 
where does this really fall into the list? Because it doesn't really do any of those things great. Like I said, it's it's going to be one of those things where if you're going to intentionally build this out to carry that across, you're you're going to have to stick your artifacts on it. You're going to have to stick. You're going to have to get it command abilities. You're going to have to give it some boost from some of the other characters and everything, because at the at her standard point cost right now, she's just not making it uh, by herself. She can't. She can't hit herself with her own uh, fight twice. She can only do the fight twice once per game now. And she can't even do it to herself. Yeah. So she's got to be in concert with something else. And for 400 points, there's better options in this book. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you had two, you could have them tell the other one to fight. Yeah, but then now you've got 800 points, and if one of them dies, you've lost over half of your right. stuff. And that's to make one of them fight twice, because yeah. they couldn't do it, because if the other one's been picked, then they can't. Yep. Yeah, so it it doesn't feel... I mean, gone are the days of the Seekers, just the Keeper of Secrets just showing up <laughs> you're across not gonna, the table. And you're not going to see five <laughs> Keeper of Secrets lining up yeah. anymore. Well, your opponent the, brings a full Slanesh army and only puts down five models on the table, and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, is there... You talked about kidding it out. Obviously, there's plenty of artifacts and stuff in here that make it good. What, do you see any reason for anyone to bring them besides as the general with the artifact and command trait, like brought up to the nines? Uh, there might be a couple of spots where, like, summoning one in, in, in like, late game and everything might, mm. might be beneficial. Or benefit. Ah, might benef be nice. That's it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> It'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> Make dice go high number. <laughs> smash face. But honestly, uh, uh, especially at 36 points for depravity, I, I don't. You're probably going to see one of these in an army tops. Yeah, and that's it. I wonder if that's like a, such a correction from when everybody it, had four. The, I, I think folks are still having like you know PTSD about that damn thing. The 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 claws. You only get two attacks with the claws now. Without the exploding sixes, there's no chance for it to go up. Yeah, it's. I mean, yes, they are five damage, but it's two attacks, and I. What is it? Twos and threes. Threes and threes. Threes and, and threes. Rin two, which in today's yeah. economy is not even that. Oh go! My annihilators have a four up save, unless I give something to set them back to a three, in which case, all right. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. That losing. I didn't realize this when I read it that they lost that exploding on the claws. No, oh, yeah. Uh, so that does definitely take their damage down a lot. Like, and we talked about. If you've got the uh, Ritual Knife, which is the, you pick an enemy model um, at the end of the combat phase on a two-up, it takes mortal wounds equal to the dice roll. Mm -hmm. If you're doing this and you're doing the the frenzy thing, the uh, euphoric killers, okay, there's another good way to get some depravity points yeah. off of this unit. Like, it has... But it's always been swingy, though. Right. It, it, here comes those, that, too. Yeah, those, the, those claws swing and suddenly they both miss. And you're done. That's or, it. Or your opponent is like Night Haunt, and they're like, mm -hmm. oh, cool. So out of those two attacks, one got through. Here's a four up. Bye. Yep. Yeah, considering that the Shalaxi Hellbane is only 20 points more, and it's really just a better model. <laughs> it's a better looking model. It's a better looking model. Honestly, too. I think it looks cooler. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a better looking model. Yeah, it is. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually, I mean, I like the damage output a little bit better for like the Soul Piercer in that. I mean, it, yeah, it's only two attacks, threes and yeah. uh, threes and twos, negative three rend, d three plus three damage. But it's like it's kind of like the other things where you get like that irresistible challenge and some yeah. of the other bonuses on there that are just kind of inherent. If you're looking for that model that has you know the two cast like two cast two unbind. Yeah, just spend twenty more points to get the named version. And you're yeah. bringing the contorted epitome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Slaxy, you got four attacks, and she's costing four hundred and twenty points. 
So you're yeah. spending uh, 105, 105 points. points of, yeah. <laughs> it's a little... I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it's, <laughs> it's, better. it's better than Keeper of Secrets. I, yeah. I'm so upset when they do this, when the named version of the Greater Demon is objectively worse than the other one. Because lore-wise, Shalaxi should be better than your normal Keeper of Secrets. Because yeah, Shalaxi she, is the beast hunter. She, she beat Marathi. Yeah, she beat Marathi. <laughs> she, she's got some... Awesome ass artwork somewhere oh, yeah. in here of her just tearing up on. Is it Scarbrand or just uh, a bloodthirster? I think it's or? just a bloodthirster. Yeah, like she's you, ripping into. You feel like she should be a really cool model to, to to come in and just do a bunch of like pinpoint damage on something, you know, and then back off and like be like a like a like no, how you used Andrasta a little bit, where you like yeah. you slide her up, you take the bonus, you kill one thing, and then you back off and start targeting yeah. like one unit. But instead, it's kind of like, eh, well, yeah, hey, you know, Hellbane's gonna stick around a little bit longer. I think, I, yeah, I, if I'm gonna choose between the two, I'm gonna, I'm, choo I'm gonna choose the named model over the other one, just to get the chance to do the hero thing and yeah, to get the, to get the hero bit, the that irresistible challenge, the fact that you have a, you get to subtract one from hit rolls and wound rolls for attacks made with melee weapons that target this unit, so you can it's it sticks around a little bit better, I think. Yeah, and for twenty more points, you know. Yeah. So also they get also they get their own spell. <clears throat> they do. Um, just to buff just, them up. Correct. Yeah, I love a spell that's like it's just for me. It's for this is a spell for me. So we all we all. I let's... just remember starting off the. You know, I always had two. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is just sadness for pre. This is just sadness for previous Slanesh books. I am quite happy about this. Well, then I'm gonna make I'm gonna make his sadness go a little bit away. Watch this. Watch the joy light back up on his face because we missed delicate precision on Keeper of Secrets. If the unmodified wound roll is a six, it causes the number of mortal wounds, wounds equal to the target's the damage characteristic. Yeah. So you could technically explode those claws. You just have to hit with them yeah. and then roll a six on the wound. wound yeah. So it's a lot harder. Well, that's guess... that's the way that that's been for oh, since okay. the first book. So uh, you can sort of explode, but once again, two attacks. Yeah. And you have to get them through and then roll a six on the wound. So yeah. like, well, I don't know what the chances are of that. Well, I mean, less yeah, than when you 10. when you wound on the claws, it it uh, it hurts because now it's just you know if you got both of them and you roll roll box cars on the wounds, that's ten mortal wounds. Here you go. Have yeah. fun. Of course, that's more likely that you will have missed one of those two three-ups for the hit, and then mm -hmm. your attack, your wound roll will not be a six. And they'll yep. go, oh, cool, Rin 2, oh, oh, we're on a six, bye. Yep. Yeah. Needs a little more, like, auto on there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. She's still paying for, you know, what happened years ago, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slowly getting better, slowly getting closer, but yeah. I will say this, uh, Shalaxi is one of the few named heroes I've seen that has alternate weapon builds. Just a little fun Age of Sigmar fact. Most of the time, the named guy has to bring exactly what's on the model. Yep. But yep. Shalaxi, you can bring the shield, yes or no. Which, we should talk about the shield. If you bring it, it gives oh, it a yeah. five-up ward. Yeah, you but can... you can already get that in the army, so you do have an interesting choice of, like, do I... But you're not going to get that till you get 36 depravity, right. and is the keeper going to stick around that long? Is your giant missile target going to stick around that long? Yeah. Maybe it's a distraction carnifix where you bring the keeper of secrets, and it's like, oh no, go fight this keeper of secrets. It's not very good anymore, and then everything else in the army is doing something good. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what I used to use it for. For the, uh, I always paired them up with the uh, lawnmowers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the lawnmowers are where the real damage is. Oh, I love them. <laughs> we'll get to the we'll get yep, to the we'll get to them in a minute shortly of this. Sinessa so, and Dexessa. The oh, coolest the twins. models. Yes, beautiful models. Are they better than Absol they were? <sighs> yes and no. 
Uh, Middling. <laughs> no, Sinessa's actually Question pretty good. unclear. Sinessa's pretty good. She's still at nine wounds, uh, which means she can still, you know, get lookouts her and all that fun stuff. You can still tuck her back in. Uh, Excessa, you're not going to use her. Ten wounds, she can't hide. Uh, and the number of attacks that she does starting off is just too low, and it doesn't ramp up quite fast enough. But Sinessa, you do have her... Uh, her missile attack, the staff yes. of what is it? Slanesh. The staff yeah. of punishing uh, people with very bad save rolls. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're just gonna zap that across the board. You're gonna wipe out some five wound models that are just sitting there, and there's nothing they can really do about it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you roll a dice. Your opponent must roll a dice. I like that too. You make yeah, your you make your you roll. gotta roll a dice. Uh, and it ha if it's rolled in less than or equal to the or less than the unit save characteristic, it takes six mortal wounds. So if you've got something that has a six up save, mm -hmm. it's like cool. I'd like to kill six clan rats immediately. <laughs> That's not bad. And even if the roll is equal to or greater than the unit save characteristic, that unit still suffers three mortal yeah. wounds. Yeah. So either yep. way, you're doing something. Yeah. You're yep. just getting mortal wounds off. But being able to, I'm thinking of cities. I've got a lot of heroes sitting on a five up save with five wounds that mm -hmm. I do not want to die immediately. Because you got within 18 inches of me and went, yeah. that guy. This is a fucking That's laser a, every single time. Yeah. So, uh, I, I don't remember entirely, but I don't think that it used to have a range. I think it used to just be oh, okay. <laughs> zap. Also, you can just use that with Unleash Hell. Yeah. Yeah, because it is a... <laughs> yeah, it's a shooting attack. Because it is a shooting attack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, it's not an ability. That's a, sh that's a shooting attack. So you can Unleash Hell, and it's like, oh, you're negative one to hit. I don't fucking care. There's no hit roll. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hit me. <laughs> so whatever's charging you is just going to take either six mortal wounds or three mortal wounds. Yeah. Congratulations. Why would you not bring that? Because you built Dexessa. And well, you're why did you and do you're that? Sticking to, because it used, Dexessa used to be better. Not not better than Senessa. I think Senessa's always been the best of the two. Yeah. But Dexessa used to be better than it is now. Uh, now it has... An ability that is so cool until you read it twice. But, you know, this is the army of excess, and you know that you buy two of those damn kits and built both of them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're, <laughs> you're looking at the guy that ran Thricefold, and I just bought three grand and clean ones because I was like, I don't want to magnetize. I just, I <laughs> there just we go. Build one of each. Yep. Yeah, Dixessa, the only thing that we, to say about her, um, she's got that after the unit has fought in the first time at the start of each battle round, add one of the attack's characteristics of this unit's weapons for the rest of the battle. This effect is cumulative. On paper, that sounds awesome, but hey, how many melee get... attacks does it start with, Justin? Uh, I think two. Two. Yeah. So by turn three, you can maybe have five, which puts her right where she should be for the cost. Yeah. By turn three. Assuming your opponent didn't go, oh, ten wounds on a four-up save. I'm just going to annihilate that thing. Because it's a monster, so you can't hide it, and I'm just going to murder it. Yep. Cool-looking models, though. No, oh, can't hide, you can't hide Sinessa. She's a monster, too. Oh, crap. I forgot. Yeah, them being monsters. <laughs> yeah, it they... immediately negates that. Well, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but at least with Sinessa... <laughs> Tells um, you what I know. <laughs> Sinessa also gives you the issue of command to a friendly Hedonites unit on the battlefield without a command point being spent once per yep. turn. Like, yeah, okay, great. Toss it in the, Pretenders. Uh, the mesmerizing... Now you have it, you've spent out three commands with zero points spent. Yeah. Also, yeah. Sinessa also is just subtract one from hit rolls for attacks that target this unit. Yeah. Just, just natively. Like, yeah. And that's not just, that's not like melee and attacks. It, no, it's everything. That's everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so good. Do, you have to run a Sinessa in your thing. I know, I know it's a demon, but. Ah, uh, but I don't, I don't own that. No. Oh, well, you that's buy the one. problem. I'll let you run mine. <laughs> okay. <good. laughs> hey. Hey. Fix the problem. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, how about Celeste? Celeste. So, Celeste. Cool lore. At yes. Least. Yeah. So was it? Yeah. They 
it was pit fighter and all that fun stuff and yeah basically they, they <laughs> swore to the demon took an infatuation with the person which all the other demons mocked her for and then when the guy when sill died um or whichever whichever one the, the bottom is <laughs> when the bottom died the top brought him back i think esky is sills the human or the Mount, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Sill has inspired thousands of warlords to act to acts of tyranny and misrule. But since uniting their powers with the megalomaniac demon monarch Eske, the Herald okay. of Slanesh has become a force of conquest like no other. I'm going to assume Eske so, is the guy. Is the, yeah, yeah. Because Sill lewd tongue. What a great demon <laughs> name. <laughs> lewd tongue. Still not as good as Sloppity Ball Piper, but it's up there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's up it's, there. It's, 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 it's getting. It's a high ranker. So uh, do we do we care so, about these? Are we bring in these guys. Uh, so one, it's a war master. So even if it's not your general, it's going to count as a general, which yeah. isn't bad. Yeah, you know, protects those commands. If it's points. in the one thing, it counts as your general twice. Yeah. <laughs> Super general. Uh, now the fun part is the de- deadly symbiosis on it. Mm-hmm. Um, what you do is you take eighteen inches around it, and if you've got the this is kind of a confusing. Yeah, <laughs> if you uh, listen, here we go. I'll read it for you. Uh, yeah, do that. If the number of friendly Knights of Slanesh mortal units holding within 18 inches of this unit is equal to the number of other friendly Knights of Slanesh demon units holding within 18 inches of this unit, uh, then you add one to hit rolls and wound rolls for attacks made with melee weapons by friendly Knights of Slanesh units holding within 18 inches of this unit. So you need to have an equal number, mm-hmm. and then everybody gets plus one to hit and wound. Yep. So that means that she's going to twos and twos. Which is pretty solid. Really good. Yeah. Considering the, Two's, you know. Four attacks at a two and two with a Ren minus two for D3. And then uh, eight, eight, eight attacks at a two and two with a Ren minus one for two damage piece. It's It's got some teeth to it. Yeah. So. A lot more than you would expect from a person somersaulting on the guy from <laughs> 3, yep. 300. Not to mention they got Lithe and Swiss so they can run and charge. They'll, they'll get to you in a hurry. And if you hit them, uh, they got the a modified save roll for an attack made with a melee that targets the six. The attacking unit suffers a mortal room. Yeah, so uh, you know what? I'm I'm coming around on this model. I like it. Uh, yeah, it's cool. not bad. It's it's surprisingly. I think the worst also, part's the assembly. Also, subvert is a really is a nice spell on top of that as well. You yeah. Just have where if you. Uh, so it's, it's a like, roar at a long range. It is. A, it is a long range war because it's a uh, seven. Uh, it's a eighteen cast, inch range. Yeah. Cast yeah. value seven, 18 inch range. If successfully cast, you pick an enemy unit within range. And visible to the caster, and that unit cannot issue or receive commands until your next hero phase. Yep. So just all it's all it's doing all the things. Yeah. How many points is this thing? Uh. <laughs> Why don't you tell us? Let's go to the book and try to find it because it's out of order because they uh, still sort by battlefield role. Two fifteen. Yeah. Okay. You that's, know what? That's a. That's I was a gonna good say. Value. I was gonna say around two hundred felt about right. Yeah, yeah. That's a good value. The, I'm on board. The only downside is, is with this book full of wizards, it doesn't have a spell. No, it has one. Does it? Yeah. Can it yeah, to cast subvert. one spell? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. has to have a spell. It yep, is a wizard as well. brain, yeah. Wait, who's the, who is the Slanesh player in this building right I, now? It's Zach. It's, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't put Seleski on the board in, since, like, the book started. You're going to say it's me. We're about to turn to the page with six war scrolls. <laughs> I don't. This is true. Oh, I, this um, is looking at. So the next thing is Contorted. Well, we got to talk about Contorted, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, Contorted Epitome, oh, uh, which is just, uh, I think it's an auto-include. It's yes. really good. It's really good. <laughs> I, it, it's hard not to. Yeah. But there's also a couple other ones. Like, there's a couple other that's, like, you're going to see a bunch of this. You're going to see a bunch of these. Yeah. The, the 
you can you can put some of the like if you put the uh, crown on him, and then it just sits there. Uh, when it just sucks just up, hang mortal, the crown on the mirror. I guess when it, when it sucks up mortal wounds, when you hit it with mortal wounds, it's got a two up against yeah. uh, two up ward against mortal wounds. Uh, it's got a it's got a five up save, but you know if there's a bunch of stuff that you can get to where uh, you can make her negative one to hit. Yeah. Also, the uh, the fun thing about the water against mortal wounds is it also protects you against your own miscasts. If you somehow uh, roll yeah. a double one and yeah. then re-roll it into another double one, which I'm speaking to all the people here who would be able to pull off four <laughs> ones in a roll, uh, you can at least ward off your own whoopsies that yeah. you've done there. Yeah. Two spells gets to re-roll them. Overwhelm the and, and, a, and a rare. Disgusting. A rare spell. Because it gives uh, D3 enemy units add one to wound rolls targeting that. It's yeah. a lot harder to get wound than it is hit yeah. in this game. So that's yeah. nice. And that's also a different spell. So overwhel- over ah, bah, bah, bah. overwhelming acquiescence doesn't count. There are uh, acquiescence in there, too. Yeah. So they can actually stack on top of each other. Just pick your level of acquiescence, basically. Yeah. Like, I'm not feeling overwhelmed today. No, I'm just feeling normally acquiesced. Acquiesced? Appropriately acquiesced. Appropriately acquiesced. Yeah. Uh, was it also you get them within three and they can't retreat from it. That's really funny because you can park it behind a bunch of demonettes and it's like, yep. I guess his little Timothy arms are like Doc Hocking you and you can't get away. <laughs> so what's going on there? Uh, and then we move. I like that one. Then we move to, uh, let's see, this uh, Infernal Enraptress. I think I've seen this on the table a couple of times. Yeah. Are we still going to see it on the table? You're probably, this is probably one of the ones you're going to see summoned if it's not in their original army because this is at like the 18 points for your uh, depravity points. Mm-hmm. It's only at 18. And it, the one ability that really kicks her up is the um, when a friendly or an enemy wizard casts a spell within. Is it twelve or eighteen of her? Twenty four. Twenty four. It's wow. basically the freaking table. Uh, yeah. So twenty. <laughs> so within twenty four, um, they have to re-roll it. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then if you roll a six, or if you roll doubles, you're gonna take mortal wounds. Uh, I believe it's D three. Yeah. Yes. Which most wizards don't want to eat D three mortal no. wounds when they're casting spells. They're usually pretty squishy. No, they're no, usually no. little guys. Yeah. Yeah. About five wounds, and they're just going to go... And then when they take that three wounds, you then aim the uh, euphonic blast at it. It's a 24-inch, one attack, twos and twos, rin three, damage D3, and you're just like, let's see if that wizard with five wounds is going to feel okay (laughs) after this. Not so much. The answer is no, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's 100% just going to be dead. Nice little howitzer on this thing. So a little fun thing to do is run this up against uh, Zeech casters because, you know... One, they're going to have to re-roll it anyway. And two, they always uh, double the roll because they take their highest dice and double it on every cast. Oh, wow. And oh, so shit. they're just eating. <laughs> I did not even think about wounds. that. Holy hell. Talon, Talon <laughs> ran into that during a tournament because that, that's an old ability. And uh, he's like, oh, that thing's dead. <laughs> that, is, that is hilarious. I would have never thought just, about that. So he's like going, it. I'm casting spells. I'm dead. <laughs> Why do all my wizards just, keep exploding? Just as I intended. <laughs> Perfect. And then flies off and like poops on a car or something. I don't know what Zeech is doing. At, at the beginning of the game, what's that? Oh, uh, we're just targeting that, killing it really fast. <laughs> I'm going to declare a grudge on that unit. But you're playing Zeech. I know what I said. And then we come to the Tomahawk oh. missile. All right, we got to talk about the mask a little bit. because this I is, love the We've mask. hinted at it a lot. Yep. Um, so... Here's, here's the quick rundown on what it does stat-wise before we get into the meat stuff in the middle. So 10-inch move, 
What? Mm-hmm. Uh, five wounds, yep. five up, save ten bravery. Okay. That doesn't sound great. That doesn't sound great. It sounds okay. Yeah, yeah ten-inch move. It's like, yeah, uh, man, whatever. Yeah, razor, inch claw, razor edge claws, uh, one-inch range, six attacks, threes and threes, rend one, damage two. Pretty good. Okay, yeah. I'll take a potential 12 damage out of a little hero thing like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, this ability is pretty neat. Uh, at the start of your hero phase, you can either add three to the attacks characteristic of its melee weapons or... Until your next hero phase, or heal up to three wounds. All right. So, I mean, five wounds, she's squishy, but if you survived a combat, you, I guess you could choose that one. You're going to choose the other one. Yeah, you yeah. could choose having nine attacks. Yeah. Oh, and then you got a little farther. I love this because the war scroll continues to yeah. get better. Yeah. yeah. Just a little uh, bit. So, the unit can run and still charge in the turn. Yep. All right. So, that 10 inch move, you auto run that. That's a 16 inch threat range. Yep. But if only there was a way to deploy it even closer to my opponent, <laughs> to where I don't even have to worry about running on the first turn. But wait. There's, There's more! more. <laughs> Josh, do you want to read the Endless Dance? Yeah, I would love to. So after deployment, but before the first battle round begins, you can remove this unit from the battlefield, and if you do so, you set this up again anywhere within your opponent's territory more than three inches from all enemy units. What? Just, you know, three inches outside whatever you didn't protect in your back three, line is three. a heat-seeking missile. Yeah. <laughs> three just, inches in your territory. In your territory. That is... You you have to screen for it. You you, you have yeah. to. You're gonna see it on the table and go oh, fuck. I have to screen for that. Unless you and got one of those little bitty freaking deployment yeah. zones. That's like that. What I think there's like two maps yeah. that have that little tiny like very one. square, like very tiny square. Yeah. Yeah. But, but otherwise, the L shape stuff. Yeah, you're screwed. Coming, I'm man. coming in. <laughs> but wait, Bite the pillow. <laughs> there's still more yes. <laughs> because you might have gone. Well, that five up save, it's gonna hit, and then it's just immediately gonna die. Right? Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> because this unit has a ward of four up. Mm-hmm. So that essentially means it has nine wounds mathematically. I think. Right. Roughly. Eight or nine. Yeah. Eight or nine wounds. So it is not only is it a heat seeking missile that's going to just murder whatever it gets in contact with, uh, but it's also might stick around for a whole ass extra turn. Yeah. So this used to run into hordes and just tie them up until it ate them. Because it ha- it's had the ward, it's had the it's had the safe. You just toss it in there and just let it go. Just let it do its thing. It used to have a thing where it auto healed. Yeah. Thank yeah. God that's not. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, just, you just have to let it pick. But I'm thinking, here's what you do. You take the, you look at your opponents, and then you look at whatever's their set of clan rats or skeletons or whatever a little easy to murder target is. You set this lady up three inches. You take the first turn because you've probably set up your drops to be able to take the first turn. If yep. you're planning this, you go, cool, euphoric killers on that thing. That's cool. exactly what you're going to do. Here comes her. Here's nine attacks at threes and threes. Oh, you know what? Twos and threes because I'm going to issue. I'm gonna, you know what? Best damn day. And all out attacks. So we're looking at twos and twos, rend one, two damage. Yep. You'll kill enough stuff to get enough points that you might be at 16 before the turn starts almost. You could. Um, yeah, you're definitely going. This is This is that round one euphoric killers. That's and you're gonna run it into the squishiest thing that you can find that you're gonna do the most hits on. Or, so you got that big mass of, uh, you know, skeletons or zombies and woohoo! Or I'm even, a, or even just the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, what that's, do you care? That's true as well. I'm thinking of like a lot of my mid-sized heroes in like Stormcast. Yeah. I don't want to run the risk of you taking out my Lord Relictor on turn one because I didn't scream for this little. Oh, it's gonna twenty-five or a thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Oh, the she's massive. on the small one. Oh, so wow. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't scream properly for this thing to just walk in and fight me. Uh, she's probably on 32, though. I also. I hope so. <laughs> also, uh, would you like hope. to... So for all of this, all of this wonderful things that the mask does, would you like to guess what the points... How much would you pay? How much would you, would, how much would you pay for her? I'd... Five dollar. 
<laughs> I would pay. <laughs> well, this game is, close. This is Games Workshop. <laughs> so, uh, Fifty-five. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? She's I, 140 points. Oh, I was gonna say 150, yep. and I nope. didn't look. Damn, yeah, 140 points. I prices right myself into a loss. On yeah, that one. you're gonna see a lot of her. Yes, yeah. that's. I mean, honestly, for 140 points, I'm firing her across. If she dies round one, what do you care? I, it's 140 points that you lost, but you just probably yep. did a shit ton of damage and got you a bunch of depravity points. Mm-hmm. You know what? The only challenge is, I don't actually think I've seen a mask on the shelf in a while. That's going to be your biggest... That might be the challenge. That's the I challenge. Have one, I have well, one. of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> this was me in the last show talking about the Spragron and all the things like, all oh, I bought a model. You can't find out. this model. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a model. Well, if you, if you've been playing it for a while. Check out my two Gobbapaloozas. <laughs> Why? Because I don't know. Because <laughs> of reasons. Because <laughs> of reasons. So uh, the mask, overall awesome. Yes. I think yeah. this is a solid-ass unit. Oh, yeah. Her and the contorted epitome. Freaking, you're gonna see those. Those, those, those are two heroes. Just they're just there. And then we we head <sighs> past the. We are. You're, it's, we're going out. It's a Saturday morning. Dad's taking us to Home Depot, and he's become <laughs> locked in tranced with a series of lawnmowers. Okay. So, put uh, on your white New Balance shoes. Past the calf. Yep. So please explain it, because now we're in the in the chariots business, right? Yes. There's there's so many chariot options. Because there are six right. different war scrolls. What the there, fuck am I looking at? There are, there are three different options that you have for chariots. You have the exalted chariot, which is the big, massive, oh my god, why the hell did I ever put this together chariot. Mm-hmm. It has four mounts up at the front. It's got uh, four demonettes riding with whips up on the front. And it's got one gal with two whips on the back riding. Um, this it's, is the one. It's that, the big boy. This is the one that really tests how much you cannot pile in towards yes. this model, and also how many times those whips are already broken. Yeah, when it comes out of the case, because it has knives sticking off the end of both all the rows of the blades mm-hmm. that stick a good half inch out. Then the tongues on the front on the mounts stick out another inch. And there's no way to not do that. Nope. Like you can't angle it on the base to make it make any sense. Nope. These things. Like I said, I used to bring a, a blank base. It you kind of have base and just set it there and go, yep, yeah, pile in, have fun. It's, it's <laughs> kind of like polite. It's like, you know, a lot of the older models have that. Like the Star Drake, you can't oh, pile yeah. in halfway towards that model on its butt and stuff. So they, they they didn't really figure out the base sizing thing until after they put out the Lawnmower Brigade here. So then you have the Hell Flares, which is the two mounts with two demonettes on either side. And there's one gal standing up on it, but there's like a gap in the middle. She's just sort of standing up there. Uh, it's on the same size base as the Exalted, but it's turned sideways. I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, it's, on, it's still on the chariot on the same base as the Exalted, but it's turned sideways. So it's just chilling out. Then um, <laughs> then you've got the Secret Chariots, which is the... Just upside down on the base, actually. <laughs> the Demonette's carrying the chariot. <laughs> no, it's it's one mount. It's one Demonette, and they got the little... Uh, well, actually, I think it's two, two mounts and yeah. one demonette just getting ripped along. Can we say That's, this uh, Games Workshop? These little pictures here are not helping anybody no. know which of these models I'm looking at. This yeah. needs like a guide on a separate page. Yeah. So you tell me, which one should I be bringing? <laughs> All of them. Let's. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Now, which one should I be bringing more? <laughs> here's. So I I heard today <laughs> of a I think it was a fourteen seeker list. Just imagine 14 freaking little chariots just r- r- tear ass and across the the board. No, I don't, I, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to imagine because that Because they've, they've been to where they could be battle line 
like forever. I did notice that. The uh, the new twist is is if you take the Bladebringer of a particular group, so if you take an Exalted, uh, it makes all the... The Bladebringer makes the uh, Exalted Chariots battle on. I see. So if you've got the... Because the Bladebringers are Heralds. So yes. if you've got the Herald on Hellflayer, it makes your Hellflayer's battle line. Yes. If you've got the Exalted Chariot Herald, it yep. makes the Exalted Chariot's battle line. And, ah. Yep. And your Seekers and this okay. right on down So, there. So I'm so, understanding how the, how the, the order works now. It still has the problem of I don't know what model I'm looking at on the table. So in that uh in the summoning chart, it just says uh Slanesh Chariot. So you can chariot of Slanesh. Yeah, you could do any of the three. Would you not just always <laughs> go for the Exalted? I don't know one? why you wouldn't, but Yeah. Because I'm looking well, at Well also like... also if you've got well, if you've got a blade bringer on there that there's uh when you do a command point through them, they can kick it over to their to the other chariots. Yeah. When it roll a dice each time this unit receives a command from a Bladebringer Exalted Chariot on a four-up, you add one to the damage characteristics of its whips until the end of turn. Okay, so that's pretty good, too. That's damage yep. three on those suckers, then. Mm -hmm. I really hate that the chariots are how I should play so, Slanesh. I just so it used, to, it used to be where they had like an impact hit, and then they had the soul scent. And now they've split it up to where... like. I think only one of them actually has Soul Scent now. But yeah, it doesn't looking, have an impact. So the Soul Scent is on the Hell Flares. Yeah. And that's the uh, on a four up, they take D3 Mortal Wounds. Um, and for each four up, you get to add one to the Cax here. That's the I've hit you with the lawnmower and I'm continuing to run the lawnmower into you while we're fighting here. Yep. The other one is Excess of Blades. And it's just basically if you if you get the units in close, they, they get trapped up in the blades i believe yeah pick an enemy unit within one inch and roll a number of dice equal to the charge roll for that charge move for each roll it's greater than the unit save characteristic they take a mortal wound okay that's not bad if you're hitting like annihilators or something with a two-up save yep and you can just kind of guarantee to kill them before they get to kill you because they will absolutely kill you on the swing back yeah but yeah annihilators vampire knights anything with like a two or a three up save naturally so they're fast they can get across the board uh they uh, I believe they used to be 14, but now they're, I think they're down to 12. It's, um, yeah, it's weird. It's 10 on the Bladebringers, mm -hmm. the Exalted, uh, but 12 on the Hellflayers mm -hmm. and 12 on the other guys. So I guess yeah. the, the bigger ones are a little slower. They have yeah. more guys on them, more mounts, and they're therefore slower. Yeah, well. Less, more. Uh, trust me, I'm so, bringing that Exalted Chariot. So, that thing uh, is, uh, weird, sex thing is lizards, weird Sex Lizards is an, an inverse horsepower. <laughs> the more of them you add, the slower the thing gets. Don't forget that you're... I think all three of your blade bringers are wizards. I know the at least the one on Exalted is. Yeah, the Herald is. Yep. They're yeah, all so wizards. all of your Heralds are because that's yeah okay. Yep. So that kind of makes sense because the Heralds of the various demons always tend to be like the higher up spell casters. Yeah, they're going to get to they're going to bring an additional spell and you know that whole yeah, do stuff. <laughs> you have to choose from your three. Well, there's all three of them. <laughs> yeah, because if you got acquiescence on here, mm -hmm. casting five, range eighteen, that's the add one to wound rolls. But then you're you're flipping back a few pages, and you're like, but what about overwhelming acquiescence? Yep. which is kind of the same thing, just at a much better range. Um, but it also add one to wound rolls. So, yep. yeah, you could you could just solidly pick a unit and be like, I am going to kill this unit, or just spread the plus one to wound around, so you can do I don't know, maybe a bunch of damage all over the place. That kind of stuff. And you throw this in with, the, like, God Seekers, and now these things are re-rolling their charges. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Pretty, pretty awful. And by that, I mean pretty good. But the worst part, as we've said, is you have to put them together. 
Uh, yes, and yes. They are. Each individual blade is its own piece, and you have to put them together. And if you want it to look right, they all have to be going the same way, and they only go in a certain order. Yeah, fun. Right. <laughs> not, not what I want to build out of out of all the things because I've seen them being built, and I'm like, this doesn't look fun. Built four of these things, and you you dug I, that slash pit yourself. Yeah, I did. <laughs> So we flip over and we look at the vice leader. Oh dear God! <laughs> what? No, no, no. Okay, no. cool. Moving on. <laughs> Demon X. So vice leader, yeah, it's a hero that will let you pick a hero and then pick a unit and it fights and the unit fights. We've seen that a million times. Yeah, it's kind of a very standard. So yeah, she's going to be paired up with your demonettes and it's going to do that bullshit and yeah. the, the demonettes just uh, don't do what they used to do. Yeah, so demonettes are um, a little different than they have been yep. because they're they're still. Were they six up save or five up save last time? Uh, the, I believe they're fives. Okay, so five save, uh, one wound, six inch move, ten bravery. Yeah, it's pretty standard demon stuff. Uh, two attacks, threes and fours, rend one, damage one. All right, a little rend is nice, but the threes and fours is like, okay. Um, and a normal banner icon that returns. We should say that if you have an icon and it's a demon thing, uh, when you're doing a battle shock uh, yeah. on a five up. Oh, this one, actually, this is the rally one. Yeah. 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 Okay. But some of the other ones in here have the demon things too. They're gonna rally easy, but it's that was a it, the banner gives them a five up rally. Yeah, and you can run in charge with them. Yeah. The, so, mu the musician in this one is the one that uh, gets lets you reroll your battle shock. Yeah. If so you can reroll battle shock test for this unit, boy, yep. it's confusing because in Nurgle it's like your musician makes your opponent do worse because yeah. they just suck so bad. Your opponent's like, ugh. Yeah. But so these used to do it to where if you had a over twenty in the unit. Um, Instead of your sixes exploding once, they exploded twice. I so it became that, yeah. three hits Yeah. for every six that you rolled. We're very glad that this is no longer a <laughs> they, are, they are on little bases. So they were swinging yeah. through yes. two ranks long before Galatian veterans. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they could reach right over each other. It was uh, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I still I feel like if as a late-game objective holder, maybe because of their speed, you could run in charge and try to like jump on a unit, uh, jump on an objective just to contest it. You know they're probably going to die, but like you can still get over there. Yeah. That's possible. Well, so they got a bravery ten. Um, chances are you're not running them over ten anymore, so that's not too bad. When it used to be, you know, twenty or thirty of them running a mass unit, it's like, oh wow, wow, just watch them run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because actually, there's not a lot of ways in here that I've seen to negate battle shock. Doesn't seem to be a thing Slanesh is particularly concerned about stopping. No. A rarity, <laughs> considering how many armies can just ignore or stop Battleshock stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, to fiends. Let's talk about whatever the hell a fiend is. <laughs> what is this? It's, I'm still, it's the udders. I'm still. <laughs> I don't. I just don't like so, this model. I just. It's just. I don't. I can't. I can't bring myself to like it. I. So, I came around on Slangors. I. Uh, this guy's. I, I've still got the fiends in the box. If that tells you anything, I still have there's they still have shrink wrap. Yeah, they seem good. There's I haven't a, looked at the points yet. There, you can summon them, but for the Ooh, points that they want on, yeah, the points that they want on it, that's there's other stuff that you can do. Yeah, so for 200 points, you get a 12 inch move, four wounds each. It's a three model group, uh, five up save, 10 bravery. It's not great because that five up save means I'm going to just shoot them yep. far away away because they do have decent attacks. Uh, each model has three attacks on the deadly pincers, one inch range, threes and threes, rend one damage D3. The barb spinger uh, is two inch range, one attack, threes and threes, rend two, and here's what it does. If you're hitting a wounds characteristic of one, it has a damage characteristic of one. 
If you're hitting a wounds characteristic of 2 to 3, it's a damage characteristic of D3. And if it's wounds of 4 or more, it's a damage characteristic of D6. So these things are like little monster hunters. Yes. Theoretically. Send them after the big things. Run them after a Mega Gargant and the whole time. Allegedly. The whole time the Mega Gargant's going to be like, fuck, stop. Stop stinging me with these little stingers. Yeah. But that's only one attack per model. Yep. So out of those three that you're going to get, you're going to get one to two through. Yeah. Maybe. Assuming a good save, which Ren 2 is going to help with a lot of that. But then again, yeah. the things that Ren 2 is going to really hurt aren't the things with four more wounds. Yeah. It's going to be little guys who are just going to take a damage from it either way. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it looks good on paper. And the minus one from casting for wizards with within 12. Oh, Pretty good. Nice. The, the yeah. better thing on them is that they have a, they have a minus, they, you subtract one from hits and wounds for melee attacks that target them. Yes. So that five up save is actually probably a little bit better than that. Until your character and overlord's opponent goes, I'm sorry, melee weapons? Melee weapons. And then just <laughs> blows them off of the table <laughs> yeah. in the first turn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not letting nothing anywhere near my ironclad. Yeah. Just yep. destroy no, it. They are, no, they are, they are monster hunters that are good for keeping around when it's a melee fight that you're dealing with. They're the second monster hunter in this book, Shalaxi, that's not very good <laughs> at hunting monsters. <laughs> Just dies before they get to the monster. Yeah. yeah. Weird, weird on... flex, Slanesh. Yeah. Yeah. Weird indeed. And then you move on to Seekers. Seekers aren't too bad. Uh, it's one of the, your fast cavalry units, uh, mm -hmm. I believe 14-inch move. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is yeah, a 14-inch move. They are flying. They are capping objectives like nobody's business. And that's, and that's their job. Uh, you want to move over there. You don't really want to put them in combat too much. Now, they do, if they're banner, I think they still get the five-up rally. Uh, so the banner is one in charge rolls. The icon is rally. That's um, it. Do you have to pick? Yes. Oh, one in every five. So I guess if you ran a 10-pack, you could bring yeah. one of each. Yeah. Yeah, so you get to pick if you want the one, plus one in charge or so, the rally. Yeah, and you can also use these as battle line. Um, so where you used to use health layers mm -hmm. and everything like that, these seekers and everything, they you know you put the icon with them, suddenly they're coming back. They can run off and grab that one objective that everybody forgot about over in the corner. Yeah, they only get to it really fast. 140 points for a 14 inch move to cap objectives. Yep, pretty solid. And yeah, you can also it, consider it a 10 wound screen that is going to immediately screen out your opponent wherever you need them to be. Yeah. Yep. And you put in with those cav bases. If you put them, if you've only got five, you can still cover up a bunch of area yeah you can still conga line them yep. and you roll 2d6 instead of d6 when you make a run yep so i guess the auto run would still only give you the six though because that specifically right. says roll yeah. six yeah but still you know what take your chances get a, get a 12 inch roll have a 26 inch move on the first turn and just be like <laughs> i guess it's going over there you just, yeah. you just rev that seeker up and just be like oh, i'm gonna there. spin it in circles four times <laughs> and then move the nine inches i actually needed to do whatever i was doing and then ah. we move, we flip, and we get to the uh, mortals. Our, our, Here our we mortals. go. Here we go. Let's let's the, bring in the good stuff. Oh, glutos. Glutos. Hot diggity damn. Fat boy <laughs> sitting on the seat. <laughs> He's got. So I don't know enough to know what has changed, but I know some of his stuff has changed. It, it yes, it has changed around and everything. His he's got a three up save now. Um, and a five up board. Yeah, five up board. <laughs> he's gonna stick around forever because he's also eighteen fucking wounds. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. good. Yeah, he was a little too weak earlier. Yeah. Like, um, he's also he also cast the uh, minus one to hit for uh, is it twelve or eighteen? Yeah, twelve, and it's just minus one from hit rolls for attacks made by enemies within twelve. Yep. So like he's just everybody's worse around him. Yep. You yeah, drop him in and put a couple of units to where it, they're just you know minus one to hit. Period. And then he gets better as the battle progresses. Oh yes, he starts gaining stuff. Yeah, well, he not moves to mention, through the courses. He, he does. No, he is, not he to is, mention he's a monster. If if you can get him in and put, ah, uh, ah, dead gummit. The 
DP generator. You make him your oh, uh, the, attacking unit. Yeah, the mm. we keep forgetting the name of this ability. Uh, Euphoric Killers. That's there it. Yeah. That's Euphoric Killers. That's the one. Frenzy of Sabbath. Look, I for. <laughs> so that's fine. So the, so the grand gore of this thing. So in the first battle round, uh, you add one to the bravery characteristic of friendly heat knights of slanesh mortal units while they are holding within twelve inches of this unit. Yep. In battle round two, this unit can run and still charge later in the turn. Cool. Uh, the main course, which is battle round three, you do not take battle shock tests for friendly heat knights of slanesh mortal units while they are holding within twelve inches of this unit. That's the mortal units. That doesn't doesn't work for your demons. Yeah. Right. And then battle round four, this unit can attempt to cast one extra spell in your hero phase and attempt to unbind one extra spell in the enemy hero phase. He's already doing two spells, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so now he's up to three. Mm -hmm. And then in battle round five, you can reroll casting, dispelling, and unbinding rolls for this unit. Yeah. Hot damn. I don't, I don't know that you'll ever get to five. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've never, never had a game go to turn five. I've never. Like, <laughs> every, every game that has ever gone to turn five is like, well, there's... Two liberators over there. There's a judicator, one judicator, and there's three dogs. Like now, nobody is together anymore. Now don't forget, he's naturally minus one a hit. Yeah. So I get up to twenty-four depravity, or actually I get to twelve depravity. I was gonna say he's minus two. To and hit. now he's minus two to hit. So have your best day ever. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> All attack. Sure, you're still minus one. Well, you have to be minus one anyway because you can't. Plus or minus more than one. Yeah, yeah but, but that's what I saying. Yeah, if you, yeah. you can stack up the before the but resolution. Yeah, before, before the resolution. Trust me, yeah. I just, just I just fought a battle against Nighthawk yeah. where I was negative eight to hit at one point, and I was like, "What is going on <laughs> like, here?" Okay, so I'm really just minus one. Just right? minus one, yeah, boy. Minus I was one. like, do, yeah. "Do you want to issue an attack?" Why? Eight times, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pile it on as much as you want. It doesn't matter. So is Gludos an auto-include if you're running all mortals? Because he kind of acts as like an old-school Chaos War Shrine. He, like he's uh, just going to be such a good boost to the guys around him. So he is and he does 400 good damage something too. points. 480 points. Yeah. So he's... He's a fourth of your army in a 2,000-point list. Yeah, but the thing is, is like especially if you can get that minus one to hit, you're not lifting him. <laughs> Can we talk about this absolute insanity of his missile weapon? Yes. 12-inch range, one attack, twos and twos, no rend, six damage. He has an Aussie Art catapult mm -hmm. for his ranged weapon. Uh -huh. It's mm -hmm. like, I, yeah, you no rend, so good luck with whatever your save roll is, but if you fail it, that's just six damage to you. Just yep. bonk. To the face. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. He's not bad in melee either. No, he's, he's not. He's never going to get there. Well, he's terrible in melee. His friends are great in melee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He himself, I don't think he does yeah, anything he, in melee. Yeah. No, he doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a Wailing Great Blade. Uh, three attacks. Uh, threes and threes. Minus two. Two damage each. Uh, the Flaming Scourge, which is three attacks. Threes and fours. No rend. One damage. Uh, the Sacrificial dagger, dagger. One attack. Threes and fours. No rend. One damage. And then the crushing claws, which is C below, because that profiles. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it's threes and threes, minus two rend, three damage each. So that's a that's a solid mount thing. The biggest drawback for Glutos is that he is slow, because mm -hmm. he is a eight inch move that goes down to a four inch move. That is straight up great unclean <laughs> ones, is... where you get hit and your movement is less than your plate. Yeah, at that you point. are just you are inching your way forward. Yep, shoot him out on that first round, run him out, and then he's just going to crawl the rest of the time. Yeah. So, But that's okay, because theoretically you've got him surrounded by, I don't know, a bunch of painbringers. Or, well, probably painbringers. Or something like that, and you've got, you just walk that Death Star forward. Yeah. Well, and you can yeah. always use spend a command point, auto-run him six. Yeah. So, that's a 14-inch move. That's better. Got spent a command point for it, but at least he's getting closer to where he oh. needs to be. If you brought the one thing, you got three command points to start with, so you might as well, yeah, might as well toss burn one him. at him. Yeah, <laughs> just start burning, baby. 
And then we moved to Lord of Hubris, which is awesome. So that's the new model for the new book. Uh, yeah. Everybody seems to get one. Come you know, at me. This is Yeah. <laughs> come at that me, bro. Should, that, that should be the name yeah. of his ability. He's just called Come At Me, Bro. <laughs> and his other one's, so, and the other one's called You Mad, Bro? <laughs> Those are his two abilities. So, uh, what is it? He... He does the he he does the thing, and now you either was it you have to fight him. Yeah, yeah. I guess we should read yeah, this. Go ahead and read it. This is yeah. a weird. Yeah, one. this is a weird one. Um, this is called okay. Real fast. Six inch move, five wounds, five save, seven bravery. His scimitar, five attacks, threes and threes, run one, two damage. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty yeah. solid little profile for a hero there. Um, his ability, you first. I insist. The unit has a ward of four up. In addition, at the end of the charge phase, you can pick one enemy unit within one inch of this unit and say that the Lord of Hubris will give them the chance to strike first. If you do so, the strike first effect applies to the enemy unit in the following combat phase, but all of that unit's attacks must target this unit. Yep. Now, this is unlike the sexy dice. Your opponent doesn't get to say, no, I don't want to do nope. that. So that's pretty good. The second one, uh, his, uh, at the start of the combat phase, you can pick a friendly Mirmadesh Painbringers or uh, Twin Souls unit wholly within 12. Uh, if you do, until the end of that phase, each time a model is slain, it can fight immediately. That's yep. pretty good, too. They get fight on death. Yeah. If you've got that and you got Glutos and you got a nice little setup there, you got a pretty durable unit that's still going to try to do some damage. But that, you first. So Abuse potential here, fellows. Yes, yes, yes. You go to Pretenders, and then you look at Phantasmagoria. Mm -hmm. And so he goes up. He challenges the guy. Now, whatever that unit is, you know, 5, 20, <coughs> or... You know, Archeon, <laughs> a mega gargant, whatever it is, it has to fight him, and he, you know, they, they activate, and he just backs out. That's the you mad bro part. <laughs> Come at me, bro, and you mad bro. So. Yeah. I, I got a sneaky feeling something will probably come up on that to where it's going to be limited, but until that time, get used to that move. Get used to it. <laughs> see this little guy walking across the table, not ready to fight at all. Yep. Shoot him. Shoot him in the head until he stops walking. Shoot him. Shoot him, spell him head. off the table. Do or what? stick him in a unit you don't care about. Yeah. But, you know, this is, this is the perfect target for the Plague Bearers where you're like, okay, fine. Yeah, just do whatever you can to not have your biggest damage units stuck fucking dealing with this bullshit yep. now i will say this be careful because he can only um, retreat six inches so. and if you have an enemy with a six inch pile in yep. they're gonna go neat and just chase him back <laughs> over across the table again so I, I did hear a nasty trick of making him the general and putting the crown on him so now you have to fight him and all you you got one attack you get oh yeah yeah. Oh, that's nasty. That's nasty. I really like this guy thematically. I feel like he's a little broken, but I'm. I like it. I think he has enough hard counters of being, you know, five wounds, five up save. That's still squishy. He does. That's still within crushing range of like gargants and star drakes and trogoths and all kinds of stuff. So like, he's not invincible, yeah. but a lot of armies are gonna go. I don't. I can't. Sure. Four up wards gonna help a lot. Yeah, four up yeah. wards gonna help, uh, and also just. Yeah retreating and hitting you. And even if he nah. can't retreat out and you only get one or two units that can pile in and hit him, yep. he's still got that ward and that save. So Yeah, because he's not going to be out there by himself. He's going to have some other unit near him. Yes. So. Someone has to watch him be yeah. awesome. That's So if you put this guy in Sigvald on the same table, do they just fight each other automatically? <laughs> I feel like Sigvald <laughs> should have a rule where he, like, he can't. Yeah. He's like refusing. They have to fight so. over the T-pos. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of us is more dramatic coming up? I mean, it's going to be Sigvald because that hair... Can't all do this. Would look like a squadron of Spitfires. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> here comes the Slanesh plane. It's a very gross plane. It's a very gross plane. It's like the party bus. Everything so is sticky. fabric and sticky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the Lord Hoover. Like that's the new guy. Walking into the Claremont. 
plate. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Now we move to Sigvald. Sigvald's awesome. We love Sigvald's Sigvald awesome. Here. We, st we stand Sigvald at this table. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for him and his doofiness in the lore and the game. Yeah. So, S Siggy... Siggy does Siggy, Siggy things. Siggy stab dust. Yes, <laughs> he does. He does the wonderful things. Freaking, you can't negate his, you can't negate his attacks. And mm -hmm. once he damages you, you can't ward it off. It's, it's coming on in if he actually gets it. Sorry, um, Gotrick. Yeah, just takes Gotrick right out. Yep. Yeah. But the, uh, <clears throat> the the one thing is, is we did lose Scarlet Cavalcade, which is what everyone always put him in, and um, yeah. you know, it, or yeah. But yeah, so he's not as fast. We yeah, he's not. Like, he's not going to shoot across the board like he did, where he's suddenly showing up behind you, coming in from the side of the table. And yeah, but with a six-inch move, he's still relatively fast. And yeah. if you've got, if you run him on the turn and put him on an objective, he's going to make the objective. It's going to make your opponent really think about getting to an objective. You've got him kind of in the normal twelve-inch spread of the objective. Yeah. You've got him sort of on the back four. So when your opponent comes in to take it, he can charge right in that next turn. He eats himself in there. Yeah, because yeah, he does have a. I mean. You he, want him making that long. T you want him yeah. making that long charge, yeah. because you know his, his his attacks are always dependent upon what he's charging. He's he can go down to five, but if he gets a box cars on a charge, he's got twelve attacks. Yeah, which you can roll that when you're three inches away too. Yeah, so he could just get super amped up for a three inch charge. Yeah, I always like Sigvald. I think he's cool. That's it. That's it. Sigvald's <laughs> neat. Um, I also like the next two heroes, but yeah. I don't think they're as good nearly, but I just like them. Yes, yeah, so we have Lord of Pain. Uh, yep. He's going to be... His big thing is he's going to turn your... Uh, uh, what is it? The Painbringers and uh, Twin Souls into yeah. Battleline? The one... The armored Slanesh kit. He turns yeah. that kit into uh, Battleline. Yeah, Battleline if it's a Lord of Pain or a Lord of Hubris for the, twin, the Twin Souls. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, same thing for the Painbringers. So I guess you could bring the Lord of Hoovers, too, but the Lord of Pain's cool. He came out. He got his own little box set. Like, yep. you know, he's all right. I mean, honestly, when he's his ability, when he's contesting an objective, uh, add one to hit and wound rolls for Heed Knights wholly within 12 of this unit when this unit is contesting an objective. Yep. When you flip over and go, oh, hey, well, the Painbringers add one to save rolls <laughs> wholly they... within when they're on an objective you don't control. Right. So you've got a nice little delivery method of like walking this up onto a point. Also, if they're fully in enemy territory, they, they add one. Oh, yeah. 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 So you've got a nice little like point to walk up and then get tougher while holding the objective. Yep. I do like his uh, his share of the pain ability too where it's like this unit has a ward of four up and in addition each time a wound or mortal wound caused by an attack made with a melee weapon is negated by this ability, the attacking unit suffers one mortal wound. Yeah. Just yep. a little... Shot back. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I negate it. Oh, and by the way, you take damage. Yep. For a little Galatian champion, that's a pretty nice little kickback ability. Yeah. yeah. But then the uh, shard speaker. Ah, there. the shard speaker. Yep. We're back to our wizards. We love our wizards. And uh, for some reason, this wizard has teeth. Yeah, <laughs> and claws. <laughs> because if she gets her spell off, then she gets the shadow, was it shadow? Shadow, shadow cloak claws. Yeah. Um, which are completely nasty. It's like five attacks, threes and threes. Rend one, damage two. Yeah. On a little wizzy. Little yeah. wizard. On a, on a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, when I, they cast a spell, they get that four up ward too. So yeah. your wizard, if they cast a spell, which you're going becomes to a melee want fighter. to, becomes a little melee fighter, which in the in the era of Galatian champions, however long this lasts, that's pretty nice. 
what is she? She's, uh, I forget how many points she is. It's like 130, 140, something like that. Well, while you look it up, I'll read the rest of what she does. So she can also, once per turn in the shooting phase, you pick an enemy unit within nine and roll a die. On a four up, you subtract one for save rolls that target it into your next hero phase. That's really good. 125. 125. That's solid. That's because <laughs> I would have paid 125 for some of the abilities on here, like yep. being able to, you know, add, subtract one from save rolls until your next hero phase. Well, if you get double turned, that sticks around. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the spell's pretty good. Casting value of six, range of 12, pick an enemy unit within range, invisible, subtract one from the attack's characteristics. A thing that this army does a lot of, but you know what? Doesn't hurt to have more of it. Yeah. So once again, you can combine that with uh, Come At Me Bro. If you really want to make sure Come At Me Bro survives to do you mad bro. Yeah. But yeah, that uh, I don't know why she's where she's at, but uh, until they fix that, we'll, we'll use it. I guess, <laughs> is, I guess the logic is if you don't have the spell off, it's still a five wound, five up save. But you're probably minus one to hit by the time your opponent gets in. If, you're not sm if you didn't just run your heroes into your opponent first turn, you're probably going to be minus one to hit, so you've got that little added bonus to keep them around. You might have the ward, depending on how you got the build. So it's yep. still pretty tough. I like it. And hey, look, yep. I think we're done with the heroes. Uh, I think I think yeah. so. Is that yep. it? Is it? Well, uh, except I for the weird named ones that come in the one thing, the, yeah, dread, the pageant, dread pageant. Which, we'll get I, to them. I, yeah. So then we got the Bliss Barb Archers. Bliss Bob Archers. They can actually shoot now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bliss Barb Archers roles are kind of, I was just looking at that. I was like, those are actually really good. And what a shoot. Not, yeah. It's not bad. Uh, I think they're uh, priced at 140 That's what I was just trying to find. I was trying to find the, the, the price of these. Well, remember, the sheet is sorted by battle. Oh, 150. Yeah, yeah, 150. 150 yeah. for the Archers. Still trying to... uh, they're, they're, it's a pack of 11. So this is weird. It's because they got a little guy that follows him around going, Yes, master! And yeah. carrying the poison for yeah, him. So yeah, so you only got ten that actually shoot. But. Yeah. Right. The one guy stabs. But yeah, the other guy, you, that guy adds one to wound rolls for attacks made with missile weapons by this unit while yep. he includes any bliss, uh, bliss brew homunculi. So now you're so going to threes and threes. Yeah, so it's eight. It's an 18 range range. It's two attacks, threes and fours, but it's really threes and threes. Minus one, one damage each. Here's the thing that's really good about them. They yes. can run and still shoot later in the same in the, they in can. The turn. Mm -hmm. That... That ability right there is perfection for a shooting army. <laughs> to just be like, oh, so I can spend a command point yep. and have them auto run six. Mm -hmm. yep. So that's, -inch move. that's now a 12 inch move and an 18 inch range mm -hmm. and two attacks each. That would be 30. Yeah. Right? That's okay. The, that's the <laughs> well, that was the second where I didn't know if that, that was 30. That is the table, baby. Yeah. Yep. And they're just going to shoot. They're just going to shoot a bunch of them. Why wouldn't you? And their battle line, right? And also, don't forget. Yeah, their battle line. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and don't forget that uh, one of your uh, one of your sub factions allows a unit to move up to six inches beforehand. So if you take them and go heavy, at least one of them is going to get to move. You know, d six inches. Is it weird to have the option of having a, just a full on shooting army? That is Slanesh? so weird. Like this is just a shooting. The army. only the only thing that originally had a shooting attack in it was the infernal. That was it. The, yeah. I had the liar. Yeah. That was it. You just bring like... Didn't the contorted epitome used to have a shooting attack? Nope. Am I remembering that? No? No, it's the it's the harp. For some reason, I was thinking it had like a tentacle. Maybe just, it just has a weird range. You just bring three packs of 20 of these suckers? Or 22? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, now the down, the downside is, is you have to paint those little sons of bitches. Right. <laughs> and they are wearing all kinds of stuff. <laughs> they got cloth. Kind of they got metal. They're, they got hide. You got they got helmets. Chop, you got they slap are. chop the shit out of these guys. The thing is, is I don't think these look very good slap chop because there's so much skin. They are half naked. I think you naked. have to do these the right way. They are half naked, yet they have every fiddly bib and bob and freaking piercing that you could 
spined on somebody. Yeah. They are a pain in the ass. To they got belly buttons. Yes, they do. You got to get in there and get that belly button ring. This is gross. Yeah, that's the worst part not about to, the, That's why mine have never been painted. Because there's to so the, little doodads on the it. The arrows also. There's like seven or eight of them in there. And freaking, you know, you got the fletching. And, oh, God, ah! you're right. All the individual fletching. The sandals. Just look at the picture. The sandal straps going in between the toes yep. on the tactical rock. Uh-huh. You got to do that. Or dip them in night hunt gloom. Ghosts. All right, next <laughs> page. <laughs> Because never, when somebody reaches them, that's what they're going to turn into really, really fast. That is true. Six unsaved, one wound. They are going to, and six bravery. They're going to crumple. The yeah. Yeah. But you have them all behind your army of uh, Painbringers and Glutos in the middle, so you're yep. shooting over Glutos. You can make a Death Star Cities of Sigmar army out of Slanesh, where it's like archers, front fighters, and buff units, and just walk up walk the table. Walk that sucker forward. Yep. Jiggle some sexy dice and see what happens. <laughs> but you don't even need it, because the rest of the army is doing pretty okay by itself. Uh-huh. Yep. Just making them. Just making them. Like, hey, take these. Like, no. Take yeah. D3. Yeah. Suck it. Yeah, take D3. And also, here's 40 shots from three different units. Yeah. And I just issued all-out shoot to all three of them. Yep. So, twos and twos. Twos and threes. 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 Here you go. Yeah, and buddy. I probably hit something on you that gave you minus one to save a spell yeah. or something. So, essentially, it's minus two. So, it's, so, it's not, so not, only is shooting, is not only is it a shooting army, but it's also a spell army that has a bunch of debuffs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the best of everything. I would say... Uh, don't go that far yet. <laughs> it doesn't have the best faction terrain. That's, That's where they get yeah. you. The faction terrain's kind of... It's it's decent. Yeah. It's okay. I don't think you're going to do it as much as you used to. When we get to that, we'll talk about yeah. it. You used to <laughs> use that thing as a trash can. Now it's like, yep. you might want to keep your artifacts. What is, uh, so what are those pain bringers, Zach? Oh, man. So I, this is my favorite unit that they put out with the new, with the new book, old book. The mm -hmm. old book, new book. <laughs> um, because I just... I really like the design on them. I, I think... Aesthetically, these are this is exactly where I wanted Slanesh was like because I'm doing mine in super gold, like they're just going to be the most gilded, rich merchant warrior people ever. <laughs> and I think that's a cool thing for them. And it also gets away from the weird sex demons things that most of them are. They took away a little bit of their fun, but they're still they got a little bit of a better bonus, like in terms of their standard stuff. So they are six inch move now, two wounds, three up save, seven bravery. I believe they were four wounds to begin with, I believe so, or not yeah. four wounds, four up save. Yeah. To begin with. So that was kind of like, oh, good. For the guys not, in full armor not, with a yeah. shield, please give me a good save. Mm -hmm. um, each one's got one attack, or one, one inch range on their attacks, three attacks, threes and threes, rend one, damage one. Nice. And then add one to save rolls for attacks that target this unit when it is wholly within enemy territory or wholly within 12 of an objective that you do not control. So this pairs nicely with the uh, Lord of Pain, mm -hmm. who is going to walk up there. He's going to help you contest the objective by adding the hit and wound when you walk up onto the objective. And then these guys, if they get hit back and you don't manage to cap it, or your opponent tries to take it from you and you have to leave them there for a turn to be defensible or something, they're going to be a little better. Add yep. one to save, so you're just negating your opponent's negative one to hit already. But this, let's just assume you've already got the negative one to hit on this entire army. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pretty much right out of the gate. So a negative one to try. hit and a plus one to save, you're essentially negating two points of whatever they're hitting you with. Yep. A D6, that's 33% of that D6. And then eventually they're going to have a five-up ward. <sighs> and eventually a five-up ward. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like these guys a lot. So the, only, yeah, the worst part about them is they're, what, 55 bucks for five? Yeah. And they're not very expensive point-wise, so you're going to have to buy a lot yeah, of these. I buy models. a lot of them. Because how, yeah. how much is a pain bringer? How much would you pay <laughs> for you some pain? Uh, probably 200 points. 145. Woo! That's what I mean is, like, the worst part is you're yeah. going to have to buy a lot of them. Yeah. So was it the 
the Twin Souls used to be like the mirror image of these guys. That was sort of the range one. Yeah. And now well, they they've gotten a, rid of the range. They had a cool thing they could do where they like they picked if they were the demon aspect or the mortal aspect. Yeah. And it's kind of just gone away yeah. at this point. The lore kind of got beat out of them. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, nope, you're a demon. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're real fast. Same same profile except a four-up save instead of a three-up. They have a one attack per model, two attack. Well, I'm sorry, one inch range, two attacks. Threes and fours rend one damage too. So more damage, less reliability. All right. Yep. Um, That's what you get for not wearing a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I gotta say, some of the faces sculpts on these are they're kinda, a little goofy. Not, yeah, they're not great. I love Osiarch, and I looked at some of the faces Stick on these. Stick some demon heads on them and just yeah. call it quits. Let's put, let's put the helmet on them. Let's put the pain bring. Just build pain bring. There That's you what go. That's do. what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, because Twin Souls, that's they got a ward of five up when they're within three of an enemy unit, so yep. they get the ward before anybody else. Yep. And subtract one from attack characteristics of melee uh, when they're within any three inches of anybody. So, like, they're good. They bring a little bit of that negative debuff stuff. You might want to run, like, five of them just to have the subtract ones for attacks thing. Have yeah, you got if other you, ways if you to stick do them it? Behind, like, a, a, like, if you stick them behind Painbringers... The problem is that they can't swing through the bases. Yeah. Right. So, because Painbringers are on either 32s or 40s. I think 32s. Yeah, but if you so, wanted to give, like, the Painbringers, like, that minus, that, the subtract one from uh, the attack attacks. Attacks, yeah. yeah. You can make a very defensible little unit right. of mortals, which is cool. But you're probably not going to. And I forget which one it was that allows them to fight on death. One of them, one of, I think it's Lord of Pain or Hubris. One or the other. One of them allows them, I think it's Hubris. I think it is. Plasma yeah, the Hubris is the fight on death guy. Yeah. yeah. So you can have a unit of essentially a two up save, two wounds with a bunch of attacks that fights on death that's plus one to save when it's in the tank. Like you can build a really nice, nice little little pile of Nurgle yeah. that just walks up and doesn't die. Yep. And then we have Hell Striders. You're never, you're never going to see them. Yep. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. Hell Striders. So these guys, those guys were the uh, only mortals in the book to yeah. start off with. <laughs> that was it. What about Seekers? Seekers, you got the slick blade and the bliss barb seekers. Yeah. So you've got your, you got your guys with the glaives and the guys with the archers. Um, with, with the bliss barb archers already having run and shoot, and everything. The <laughs> it just bliss seems barb excessive. seekers, yeah. The bliss barb seekers. It's sort of like, uh, well, uh okay. Okay, so let's but, do that, let's do that math again real fast. All right, so fourteen inch move, run and shoot. So auto run six. That puts you what to eighteen. Uh, 20 on 20. the Bliss Barb Seekers. 20, that's 20. And then you got the Bliss Bar Bow, so that's a 32-inch threat range yep. off of it. Yeah. That's excessive. <laughs> like, I don't know that you need a 32-inch threat range. they can't get the Humongoli, so they're going to be, was it threes and fours? Oh, yeah. Fours. Why don't they strap that little guy to the back of the seat? I don't know. You think you just tie him to the tail yeah. or something. Why not? Let him Mad Max him to the front of the thing. And then <laughs> yeah. Stick your arrows into him. <laughs> that would be very Slaneshi. You load one of the hobbits up with poisons, and everyone just sticks an arrow into the poison pinata and then goes about their day. But you, if you're uh, gonna take if you're gonna take one of the uh, cavalry units, you're gonna take either one of these. Just depends on what you want to do with it. If you if it's possibly gonna get into melee, you want the slick blades. If you're gonna be using it for the back objectives and stuff like that, then the archers aren't a bad idea. Yeah, I I, actually, I like the Blissbarb seekers, especially for that. If uh, any wounds caused by attacks made with the missile weapons by this unit are allocated to an enemy unit, subtract one from save rolls for attacks that target that unit mm -hmm. until the end of the turn. So that's you're also taking a minor like you're also making them worse with the save. Yep. So if you have them like behind, yeah, like they're because they can shoot from. I mean, they've got a pretty good distance. Yeah. So you run around, cap an objective, then shoot something. Hopefully, a damage gets done to it, and then your pain bringers are up there. Yep. Friggin' just wailing away, wobbling. Yeah. Just wobbling stuff. 
I I think I like both. I, yeah. I, I see a use. I, in the previous book, I did not see a use for the Seekers because mm. they were just made of paper mm. and they were. it's like, why would I want you to encounter this unit and die? Because the attacks <laughs> never really... It's like, it's good, I guess. But they, they now are three attacks, threes and threes, Rin two, damage one. So that's kind of good. That's good at like removing chaff units or if you need to do three separate units doing one damage to a unit to get a battle tactic. Yeah. Uh, and you add one to their attacks if they're fighting something with a wounds characteristic of three or less, which... With that profile of Rin 2, but only damage 1, you want to yeah, be doing that. Yeah, you want to go after yep. small, so small chafe units. you're looking at four attacks, threes and threes, Rin 2, yeah, damage yeah. 1. You can probably peel off the screen really yeah. fast with that. With a run in charge, too. So that, yep. that threat range is still there, that 25-ish threat Crap. range. So I just I just realized why the Bliss Bar Seekers, um, that it's subtract 1 from the save rolls, because ultimately that actually makes you like a negative 2 Rin, but it's... It, Negates like it. We it works its way around like the stacking, yeah, type of thing. So it's like, oh, you're minus one to your save, and now I also have a minus one rend. So it's like a, it's a really it's like a negative two rend, but it's yeah. not. And then if you also have like just a negative two rend thing, then it's like, oh, that's a three rend. Yeah, it's like it just it's weird stacking mechanics all together. You're gonna guarantee that your opponent is almost always minus one to save, and you're almost always He's plus one to hit, plus like one to hit or something in yeah. this army. And they're, they're almost always minus one to hit, minus one to save, like that. Yeah, yeah. it's gross. I like it. Uh, Slangor Fiendbloods. Uh, they, they've got the neat... Um, Who dresses them? Uh, I, I mean, they're wearing clothes, but they don't have the ability to put that stuff on them. Do they just... Yeah, they, are, they, are they adorned by like... Sigvald's like, oh, yes. You look fabulous. I don't think Sigvald even dresses his, himself. He's got I his think. little Barbie closet that he just pops open. Yeah. Sigvald has people dress him and then kills all of them for the glory of having to look upon his body. Like, that's how Sigvald would work. Yeah. It is funny to imagine these guys, like, trying to put on those little sexy loincloths <laughs> on a half-goat crab monster. It's like, yeah, this will cover up his genitals. Which set? <laughs> There's five. He's got things I don't even know. That might be a genital. I don't know. He sneezed out of that, right? <laughs> right? That was you a hope. sneeze. You hope that was a sneeze. I don't know, but I'm minus three to save, and I'm leaving. That's... <laughs> no, I just got slimed. So, so they're not bad in a fight. Uh, there's no. better stuff, but they benefited from the Beast of Chaos book coming out before this one. Yeah, because they got the glow up from that book. Yeah, they did. Because um, the once again, these guys have been in the plastic until now. I'm thinking actually about building them because yeah. they do have uh, once per turn where you can make them fight twice, but you can't do it back to back. The whatever unit you hit is gonna close per battle. Yeah, yeah, but. The, the, so the slaughter at cost. This is the thing in Beast that turned me onto them, and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. At the end of any phase or mortal, if any wounds or mortal wounds are allocated to the unit, and it's more than nine inches from an enemy unit, it can move D6. So if your opponent's trying to shoot it off the table, like you would with the Fiends, mm -hmm. this unit is at least continuing to move towards them. Yep. Uh, that also happens if you hurt your own guys. If you, if you have ways of doing that. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. I, any, any time uh, any wounds or mortal wounds are allocated, you yep. can uh, just make it run up. This is, once again, this is from the second uh, Orc Warclans book. We're used to just vomit on your dudes, and then your, and then your dudes would move. Yeah. It's, it's stealing more of our stuff. <laughs> One bliss barb into them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Get out there. Oh, and Beast of Chaos, it's, you would use to, you could do like the rituals to them as well. Oh, you can like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. get some points off of you. Stab that guy. Now go! <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think the Fiendbloods are cool. I mean, I've come around on the models. I enjoy how ridiculous they are now. I still think fiends are silly looking, but yeah. like these guys, because they're wearing clothing, is, it, it loops back over into ridiculous for me, so it's okay. Uh, they're definitely, I, if you, Give me fiends and these guys. I'm taking these guys. Yeah. How much of like a, a set of fiend bloods? 
Uh, I think 145. 145. So they're, yeah, just bring these. Don't yeah. bring fiends. Yeah. <laughs> I don't no. know that they're better than fiends they on are. across the table. <laughs> but I, I feel like they are. Yeah. Just so you know, just with that one fight twice, you get them up there. You put them. You put euphoric killers on them, and you run them into, you know, yeah. Uh, you run them into one of the MSU units and just let, let them blend. Yeah. yeah, it's just gonna go. That unit's gone. I like these. The Dread Pageant? Anything? Uh, I don't know anything about this. I don't know it either. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, hey, you know what? We'll throw I've, this one to the I've, listeners at home. I've got, should, I've got it. Should we? Yeah. I don't know. Want to bring a Dread Pageant? I'll say this. In the last tournament we did, uh, the newer of the Vampire Courts Warcry Warband. Yeah, Crimson, whatever yeah, the heck it is. Pretty solid. Yeah. Pretty solid on the table. So they're doing a better job of making the Warbands fun to bring in. All right, now we have spells, which has my favorite and, well, simultaneously least favorite sculpt ever, uh, which is the Dreadful Visage. I hate that thing. Get it away from me. I don't like it. I don't like it going across the table. I don't like the noise I know it makes, which is blah, 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 just that. I don't like anything about that, except it's an okay spell. But I don't like the model, because it's gross. Was it, there is something that it does uh, now. Which one? The Visage. Oh, the Visage? Right. Well, anything anything it does mortal wounds to gets strike last. So yeah. I don't like it because it's uh, it's good. Uh, and it will do that. And it's minus one bravery um, and add one to the bravery of Hedonites because I guess they like it when it does the tongue noise. Yeah. But you're still going to see the mirror. <laughs> mesmerizing. <laughs> you're still going to see the mesmerizing mirror. That's that's the one you're going to see. That's the one. That's the one that I, always, <laughs> I always mix this up with the Fane in my head because yeah. it's like it's the same model conceptually. It's a fucking big mirror. Is that one of them has a hand holding it and the other one has, I guess, a keeper of secrets coming out of it, but it's not going to be able to fit. Yeah, it's, it's through the hole. <laughs> so it, it does have like a little bit of like a hello, like it's just poking its head what into reality. What you don't know is that fiends are uh, that those uh, keeper secrets are also cats. So oh, they're, yeah. so they're like they get the whiskers. Through. So it's like a it's like a raccoon. Yeah. It can compact its entire body. Uh, have you seen that horrifying metric of how many raccoons you can fit inside of a, a human anus? Uh, yeah. So how many fiends? <laughs> of oh no. How many keepers? Who <laughs> oh, knew? All of them. That's the best. <laughs> uh, well, at least you have something to do with the kids. Yeah, there you go. Kind of boring Talking evening. Talking about excesses. How many raccoons? Fit in that anus? Mm. <laughs> please, uh, please do not insert uh, anus. Insert, we, don't insert anuses we in do, your raccoons. We do not condone sticking raccoons in your anus. Yes, we do condone sticking uh, keepers of slanesh uh, up your butt. I just because do. I don't condone do. that either. And just because I don't do. know, are we legally culpable really? if we say that? I think so. I think yeah. So. You, yeah, I think at the beginning of this, you should not take any of our advice as legal advice. Even in the game, you shouldn't I, take I, our I, advice. I can see the folks at Grady ER going, "What in the hell?" <laughs> well, listen, these two idiots on a podcast told me to do it. <laughs> oh, all right, well. Yeah, that uh, that E that we get on this podcast, there should also be a W for weird. <laughs> <laughs> D and L for do not listen. And then it just it's just E W, so it just says ew. <laughs> the more yep. the more shows we do, the more W's get added on. It's just, <laughs> so what are these? Uh, the mirror is good. I guess we should say what the mirror does. Um, yeah. If a unit starts a normal move or on a retreat within twelve, it takes D three mortal wounds unless it finishes the move closer. Yep, that's cool. Yep. Um, and no. it's got the gaze not into its depth. This is why you take it. It's <laughs> movement phase. See, I thought the other thing was pretty good. At the end of the movement phase, roll six dice for each unit within six of this endless spell. For each six, that's three sixes. For each six. That unit commanding player must choose whether the unit gazes into the mirror or resists tem temptation. If it resists, it takes D3 mortal wounds. If it gazes into the mirror, the player who summoned this in this spell gains D3 defavity points. So, you know, 
some extra points, or they're going to take damage. It's a little dice. It's a little dice yeah. you get to do yep. right there. But it's also it, a little dice that slowly draws people into it, or they take damage. Yep. So it's just frustrating if you don't deal with it. Yeah, it, it used to be it did, like, damage to heroes, but now that depravity generation, you chuck that in the middle of it, and woohoo! Yeah, how much is the mirror? It's pretty good. Uh, 60. 60? Mm -hmm. I was going to guess 100. Nope. It's the same. The wheels are 80, and the wheels are yep. worse. Yep. It's, like, objectively not the best. <laughs> three of the spells. The wheels nope. are the one that um, I was like, all I'm, right. I'm taking the mirror. <laughs> I'm taking the mirror or the, or the dreadful uh, licky tongues. <laughs> yeah, because the wheels just do damage. That's it. Yeah. Less than the unit's unmodified save characteristic. All right. So, yeah, whatever. That's not worth 80 points. In this book, that already has a bunch of ways of doing that. Yep. Um, but, yeah, dreadful visage is what? 60. Stop it. Yep. All right. Well, that's the two I would bring. Yep. The visage, by the way, um, you pick a... <clears throat> excuse me. You roll six dice for the closest unit within six inches. If more than one unit is close, you pick. For each four up, it takes a mortal wound. If any mortal wounds caused are allocated, it strike less. So... This is a good way of just going, you know what, I th that's going to hurt me when that hits me, that Mega Gargant or whatever. I'm going to make sure it doesn't hit me until I'm done hitting it. <laughs> you know, or if you're once again setting up a battle tactic where you have to kill somebody in the combat phase before they attack, here's another yeah. way to give them strike last. There's a lot of good tech in here. To, mm -hmm. It's a lot of mixing and nice matching. synergies. Some nice synergies. Yes. Synergies. Yes, we're just getting near the end of the book. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got the Fane. So what is this? What the fuck? So you're <laughs> so so, explanations. What the hell is this? So the, the fane, uh, basically you take a art. So it will give you plus one to wound. If you take a, you take a mortal wound, you can get the plus one to wound on the, uh, for that round. Yeah. If you chuck a artifact into it, you can on a roll of two or higher, you can get, uh, that, same bonus for the rest of the game. So the thing is, is I know in the the joke was in the old Slanesh book, as all your keepers would start next to the fane, mm -hmm. they would all just toss their garbage into the garbage fire and then yep. run forward. But now you've actually got some artifacts you might want to hang on to yeah. that are useful. So you actually have a choice there versus like, well, here's the dumb stuff. Don't want it. Bye. So like the, the crown, mm. it says at the beginning of the game, you choose the, uh, you choose the model that it goes against and everything. For the, oh. Yeah. I just realized where you're going with this. Yes. <laughs> and it doesn't say. So, but now here's mm. where it gets tricky is the word is that the bearer of the crown within six inches of that knocks them down to a attack characteristic of one. So do they still have to be bearing it or do they just have to, did they have to have bared it and then burn it? I don't, mm, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I think what you could do, I think, so if you wanted to trigger this easily, just bring like the five up ward thing, I'm like a generic one, and then just toss it. Arcane Tome. Well, who cares? So I've heard the argument that you could basically, you know, use the crown to designate the thing. If you get within six inches of it, it's going to work, but you could have also chucked it into the fane because it's already fired off. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to say that's probably going to get eroded, mostly yeah, because of the designer's note on it, where it says if you have. Like, it's something that's already been used, mm -hmm. but if the artifact of power was used to enhance a weapon, that weapon reverts to its normal form. So yeah. if it's something that's reverted, like, it, that would be in the revert category, I would think. But it's not affecting their weapons. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm I, trying to look now to be like, what would I throw into the garbage fire? Uh, I mean, the icon was the one I immediately thought yeah. of, because once you plant it, you're done. So yep. you plant yeah. it and then just... 
But then again, who's that on that really benefits from yeah. getting the wound on turn three or whatever? But yeah, that's I. The the cool thing is now that you can summon from it. It used yeah, to be. Yeah. You, you that just, was so weird that you couldn't summon from the portal with a demon coming right. out of it. Yeah. It's literally a portal, and it's like, no, that doesn't sound well, the, the What's only it thing, doing? <laughs> the only thing I used to do is I'd hide, like, uh, I'd take the Infernal Raptures and put it behind her, mm-hmm. behind the actual Fane. Oh, yeah, because she's so small. Yeah, and everyone would forget it was there, and, you know, even if they shot all the rest of my heroes off, I still had that one back there that I could summon off of. <laughs> it, makes <laughs> sense. Like, yeah. it makes a lot of sense that you can summon off of the, the literal portal yeah. that it, it is, yeah. Um. Cool. So, so would you? Do you think you need it? I always ask this about faction terrain because, like, Gloom Spite. Yes, I've never used my Fire Slayer's faction terrain, and I do just fine. Uh, so, I don't think you necessarily need it, but it's I not guess bad if you're to have. Planning on a lot of summoning, it yeah. might as well bring it. You know. Yep. If you can find it, it's another one of those ones where it's like yeah, you might just have to find the model in order to yeah. do this somewhere. Because of our listener base being all over the place, somewhere is someone who has like a GW store right next to them. That just walks in and is like, that's, oh, that's the exact a... thing I need. Yeah. And so it's nice to have. It's nice to have that kickback, you know, in case your heroes do get forward and get slaughtered. You, yeah. you don't, you've yeah. got something that you can summon from. Because that used to be the problem, like, especially with your high keeper uh, armies and everything. You could accidentally end up with, you know, 80 depravity points and no way to summon. No way and to just watch it in. go by. Yeah. Yep. And if, yeah. there's, then there's, if there's one thing this show likes, it's a kickback. So if you're out there and you want to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Give us money. Uh, we'll take it. Yeah. Uh, so final thoughts on this book, because that's we're at the end now. We've done it. That's it. I'm trying to everything on Slanesh. Loudly into the microphone. but I don't, I, know I don't know if it worked, because these are directional mics. Book slam. <laughs> there we go. That uh, that that that's going to come through. Um, where, how are you feeling? You got your slash book. Oh. It's brand new. It's better than. It's clearly better than the last it's slash book. So much better than my last slash book. Uh, I, I'm happy with it. It's gonna be a. So, originally this army was just push it forward and fight. Yeah. And this you're gonna have to watch where you move. You're gonna have to watch your timing. You're gonna have to make sure that you got your spells off. And there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of buffs. That you know, you have to be within twelve inches of this person or twelve inches of that person. Basically, if you let me ramp up the depravity, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> yeah, it's a. It feels and once again, I I played a thousand point games with the old one because that's the amount of mortals I owned, and I immediately realized I have to summon demons for this to work, so I'm not going to play Slanesh. Yeah. Um, now this, you don't have to do that. And it feels more techy too. It's yeah. a little less resilient. It, it doesn't rely on the one or two things. You've got multiple options and multiple kind of combos yeah. you can put together that you're not necessarily like, here's my keepers and my chariots because that's the best part of the book. Now yeah. you can yeah. kind of have a bunch of different stuff. It, it very much feels like they spend a lot of time working on mortals, like the mortal side of this book, to make it a viable army composition. Thank yeah. God. Because <laughs> uh, before there was a book, there was hell, hell scourges. That was it. Yeah. You had one mortal unit in the entire thing that worked for us. Yeah, I've just been like from, especially from the last like several models we talked about. Where it's like, oh, you've got your cavalry units that are mortals that you can run around, cap cap objectives, help you do some bonuses. You've got pain yep. bringers as your front line battle mm-hmm. battle dudes. You've got your freaking heroes. Got massive 
gigantic gluttonous boy. Huge throbbing gluttonous yeah. boy there. Uh, huge throbbing gluttonous boy. You've got the mask that you can just be like, yo, yeet. <laughs> <laughs> the mask that just shows up and like the it absolutely invites itself to a different cookout. Shows yeah. up and just steals everything. <laughs> steals stuff. If she makes it to yeah. round two, I'm surprised. Cool, great. Yeah. <laughs> Sigvald, Sigvald stuff and then your army just gets better as the battle progresses, which is so very different from how Slanesh used to play where it was yep. like, Slanesh was a Turn one, hopefully you kill everything. If you don't, this is going to be a bad time. Yep. <laughs> Slanesh literally was like, uh, turn one, oh, oh God, I swear this ha- it doesn't ever happen. I swear this doesn't happen to anybody. Like, it's, 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 it's something weird. It's too hot outside like that. And now you kind of get the slow build up. Yeah, you, know, you, you get in the rhythm, get in the groove a little bit. Yep. And then you pop your glutos. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then you plop it. There's, I, I think there's a little something for everyone in this, which is exactly how Slanesh likes it. That's yep. true. <laughs> That's true. That's a that's a cool theme. So, are you excited to get Slanesh back out on the table? Oh yes, I, I've had. I've... Well, good because OVR comes right. out next week. So go ahead and play Slanesh for his, one game. His Slanesh has been on the table the whole time. <laughs> I noticed. I wasn't going to call attention to it. It's the end of the podcast. Uh, but you need to see a doctor. That's, what I'm like, that's not. Does this look infected? <laughs> Nobody's listening past this point. Our listening rate is only eighty percent. Yeah, it's true. Someone makes it to the end because I hide all kinds of dumb stuff at the end of the shows for people to get to. It's me. It's you. <laughs> I put you at the end of the show. Yeah. Let's trick you into listening to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Surprise, a, It's a bit masturbatory, but that's what Slanesh is all about, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Is sharing it with friends. <laughs> yeah, like Justin has been doing this whole time. Yeah, I wasn't going to call attention uh, to that, but like, this guy's yeah, working yeah, something yeah. out over there. I'm starting to get itchy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Here, have some hand sanitizer. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Why is it opaque? No, right. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so, for the Atlanta Warhammer podcast, <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm Justin. And I'm Zach saying, what a stultifying, stupefying bore this is, slashing you servile scum to bloody slivers. Surely one amongst you can summon some centelia of skill, some semblance of savvy swordmanship that might serve to stop me slipping into slumber. Sigvald, Prince of Slanesh. Ha It's like that. It's like that.